Blog Talk Radio. You know I like my chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio up. up. I like to see the sunrise. See the love in my woman's eyes. Feel the touch of a precious child. No mother's love. Well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine. And that's home, you know, where sweet tea began pine, homemade wine. Where the peaches grow. And my house, it's not much to talk about. But it's filled with love that's grown in southern ground. And a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio That mean the most, not where you live, what you drive, or the price tag on your clothes. There's no dollar sign on a piece of mind, this I've come to So if you agree, have a drink with me, raise your glasses for a toast to a little bit of chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and a radio Thank God for my life and for the stars and stripes. May freedom forever fly. Let it ring. Salute the ones who died and the ones that gave it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the uh, What's Brewing Friday Free for All. George, we're here. Dan, we are there. You at home. What's going on, bud? Hey, George, what's going on, bud? Not much. How does it feel to be the first one on the show for a change? It feels great. It's been the one moment in my life that I always wanted, <laughs> but never could attain. Well, it also helps that, you know, that it's, it's, you get to just shoot shit for even sooner. Um, where do we start tonight? Other than that, those... The dope from the Giants. Well, I would wait on that topic till you get a certain caller from California and a certain caller <laughs> from Staten Island. All right, hold on. There you no. go. Louie, how are you? Hey, George, how are you? I knew Good. about the Friday show, so I thought I'd give it a give it a roll. Oh wow, uh, Dan Wheeler. Uh, we have. Uh, 
Louie here from New Jersey. Louie, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, there's been a lot going on. Of course, you know, the virus is still going on and the sports is, you know, out of control. But, you know, there is some progress that's, well, trying to be made. NBA, you know, took a vote over the, um, on Tuesday and said they'd make progress about it. So maybe there is some hope in saving the season after all. I hope, I hope. But baseball, not so fast. Because there's already some griping about, well, if I got to have reduced, uh, a reduced salary, the hell with you. I'm not going to play. Do you call that fair? I mean, you want to get back in the game, but you're not willing to, you're not willing to pay up for it. I mean, really. But do you want to play or not? Yeah, you know, you got to adjust to the way uh, things are now. It's not going to be like it was, you know, last year or this year. It's completely different now. And if you not want to make a sacrifice, you know, for the pay and you're not going to play – then, you know, it's your loss, buddy. Dan, your thoughts? My thoughts are um, every player is an independent contractor, and that's how they should treat it. And some of them really do take that to heart. So really they know their worth and what they want to do. I mean, I think you're referencing Blake Snell's comment in particular. Yes. the race. Hold on. Before so, we get into that, for the people that uh-huh. haven't heard it, the magical powers of the Internet, we can play it because we have it. I'm going to be like, oh. bro, Blake, play for the love of the game, man. What's wrong with you, bro? Money should not be a thing. Bro, I'm risking my life. What do you mean it should not be a thing? It 100% should be a thing. If I'm going to play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not be getting... Half of what I'm getting paid because the season's cut in half, on top of a 33% cut of the half that's already there. So I'm really getting like 25%. On top of that, it's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually making to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't making shit. And on top of that, so all that money's gone. And now I play risking my life. And, and if I get the Rona, on top of that, if I get the Rona, guess what happens with that? Oh, yeah, that stay, that's in my body forever. That damage is not going to be, like, the damage that was done in my body, that's going to be there forever. So now I got to play with that on top of that. So y'all got, I mean, y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof. It's a shorter season, less pay. Like, bro, it's, yeah, man, I got to, no, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine. Okay, and that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry if you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher, and the amount of money I'm making is way lower. Why would I think about? Okay, um, I agree with them 100. percent I think it's easy as fans to sit there and say, "Oh, you know, you're getting paid, you're under contract, do it." Oh, yeah, but I don't trust the baseball owners one bit. Hmm. And why would you? Nobody does. Yeah, nobody nobody does. I mean, that's why they call it, you know, the uh, collective bargaining agreement because, uh, you know, the <laughs> players don't trust the owners, the owners don't trust the players, and the fans don't trust either one of them. Well, no, I look. As I, as I always say. But it's a collective bargaining agreement because. We're arguing. Well, you could call it that. I'm a union guy. I, 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 I think <laughs> the – the major league players 
have been lied to by the owners. Hey, look, if the owners want to sit there and open the books and show the players what they actually make, it's never going to happen. Right. And um, at one point, you kind of have to just look at it and go, he's got a point. There's other players who are behind him and, and agree with him. I think he's speaking for the players. Like, I think he, he's giving a voice to the players who don't have a voice. You know, here's the guy who's a Cy Young Award winner. <laughs> I think what he's I, – I think he holds a little bit more than you think. Especially in a, in a, a player in a team in a small market that really pinches their pennies. Mm. It really shouldn't be, but that's a whole other story. Well, they should, yeah, that's a, a gigantic story, but um, that's why we have that's why we have a union, uh, um, right? For anybody anybody listening, I'm a I am a Disney cast member, been furloughed. Um, we're big we're big on unions um, because it gives the employees a leg up and fight against. Companies that will do anything they can to nickel and dime you out of what you're deserved. And the thing is, is for instance, I'm going to reference the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, there was a story that came out that said that they had saved like 300 and something million dollars and that they will be able to run their operation for the year, paying their employees and everything. Uh, properly, so you're you're telling me that these teams are not smart enough to budget their money for catastrophe. So I, 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 I don't, I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm I'm on Blake Snell's side. I think that okay. I'm I'm on, I'm on his side. I think that. You should stick to what was agreed on, and that was the money agreed on. Baseball's going to be making plenty of money, especially if they come back. Um, but it's, just, it's going to get really interesting because nobody's going to get paid if they don't play this year. So it's going to get dicey. Yeah, yeah and, and, and let's not forget this, this thing. This isn't yes. – the agreement that the union made with the owners no. back in March when they shut you down. You know, so yeah. when you when you fully look at the players, yeah, they agreed to, okay, you could prorate the salaries depending on how many games we play. Now the owners get, are getting greedy and want something else. At some point, you just have to go. Okay, what are we? Where are we at in this whole thing? Exactly. They need to stick to their agreement of the prorated um, salary for the amount of games that are played. They need to stick to it. Yeah. It'll. It's. It's going to get real dicey. But. Hmm. Already is. Yeah. I mean, like much more than right now. 
Yeah, it's a pretty, of course, you know, baseball with the owners, fighting with the owners and players, well, of course, it's really nothing new. I mean, you know, I've lived through uh, eight eight strikes and lockouts, so, you know, it's something I haven't heard before. Yeah. Will they ever learn? Nah. It's not will they ever learn. Will we ever learn? Probably not. No, and that's the thing, like, as fans, we are, like, the owners have to start to, we have to understand as, as fans, the owners have to understand as owners, nobody is paying money to see how Steinbrenner hit a baseball. Exactly. Like it, 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 it's it, that's not happening. Like nobody's paying their money to see that. So until you get to the point where the players become the players are the product, <laughs> and you have to realize that if you don't have the product, like let's just say they come back and whatever. Are people watching games that – are they watching Phillies games that Bryce Harper's not playing in? No. Yeah. No. No. Are people watching Angels games that Mike Trout's not playing in? No. No. Not, a, not some, outside the market. Not outside the market. Not outside the market. That's exactly true. Um, are people let's, – let, let's look at Blake Snell and the Tampa Bay Rays for an example. Yeah. Do you think people are watching them when he's not pitching? They want to sit there and watch. <laughs> they want to watch an that? opener or a closer. What's that? What was that again? I said, I are, people watching, are people watching Rays games that Blake Snell's not <laughs> pitching? Well, people aren't watching Rays games <laughs> as it is. But, well, Blake Snell, I mean, he's somebody that people will go watch, but um, to make that comparison with Snell, and I get where you're going at, Snell mm-hmm. is not quite to the level of a of a trout or a, no, 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 or a Bryce Harper, that. but I get I get what you're saying, but I kind of I kind of laughed mm-hmm. at the first part when you said people watching race games. <laughs> well, I I know, but no, yeah. what I'm but what I'm saying is is the national audience tuning like a Blake Snell start. Here's a guy who was a Cy Young award winner. If you're a hor- if you're horny for baseball and you want to <laughs> see the best, like, and, and to win a Cy Young award, I don't care what it is. You are considered one of the best, right? Oh, he absolutely is. So if you're going to do that, then, sure as shit, um, you're going to. Oh, he he holds the cards. No, no matter what you look at, those guys. I'll, the, I'll the, answer. The, I'll answer your question another way. Okay. I'm a local here in Central Florida. I go I go look at my uh, schedule. I see the probable pitchers. And I go, this guy, this guy, this guy, a snail. Boy, I might want to go to that game. 
Yeah. So yeah. Meaning, uh, meaning that, meaning that, yeah. If I see Blaze now pitching, I'll do my best to go see him. Like, or yeah. or if I offhand looked at it and saw and put, saw and planned that I was going to a Rays game, and I saw that the probable pitcher was Blake Snell, I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Derek. Um, but it, it, that's like anything. Like if you, like, and, and I like how you said it, Dan. If you've already planned for a game, like if, let's say, I live close to Philly. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we, to go to a game like that, and when you, you know, you could have, you usually are planning, you know, like, oh, all right, we look at the schedule at the beginning of the year. Okay, the Cubs are in town. We want to go see the Cubs play. Uh, we want to yeah. see the Red Sox play. The Red Sox are in town this year. Okay, cool. We'll go see them. And then when you get to like six, seven days out, you're like, well, who's throwing? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get more pumped going to Phillies games, not because I know I'm going to get to see Harper hit and, and JT Real Muto catch. But, dude, you give me a NOLA day, I am pumped. Because I know it's going to be a good game. I know there's going to be a well-pitched game on one side. <laughs> you hope that is. Exactly. Like, I, I got to see um, Glassnail. I got to see Glassnail pitch mm-hmm. last year. And he was having a hell of a year. I was like, I was excited. And I was more excited about seeing him. I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a good pitcher to do. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing, though. Like, I, I, you know, how many times, like, it's just growing up, you know, Red Sox are in town, and you couldn't get tickets to Yankee Red Sox games, you know, like no, 98 not. through 2005. You couldn't get them. So, but if it was. You know, let's say you had a chance, like somebody called you up and said, um, hey, I got two tickets. Do you want them? And you start looking like, oh, it's Pedro versus Clemens. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) PD Moose. Okay, let's go. All you knew is that Derek Jeter was going to get plunked and Mussina wasn't going to throw back at him. (laughs) At any Red Sox. But, yeah, I – Look, I don't want to put these players in in any danger because unlike the UFC who, who, who carried on, you know, when you're talking a single thing, a single athlete, right? Um, in a team sport, you have 25 guys. One guy gets it. How many more guys are going to come down with it? We saw that with the Utah Jazz. I don't think the NBA shuts down. I don't think all the leagues shut down if if one player doesn't get it. Um, right. No, I, I think Dober, they would have... Dober's getting it was really the catalyst to yeah. everybody shutting down. Yeah, but the thing is that how many people do we know have... How many more do we know that do have it? You know, they're not saying, but, you know, they got to retest everybody, and it could be, you know, a lot more that 
that has a positive. We don't know. But that's... I, I again, I, I think we're at the point now with, with the coronavirus or COVID-19 or whatever way you want to call it, the China virus, as I like to call it. Um, right. I, I think you have to look at it this way. We have such a greater understanding of AIDS than we did the day Magic Johnson made the announcement. Yes. Right now, we're in the... And I hate putting them in the same category, but to me, you are in the same... um, Excuse me. I don't have it. It's just allergy season. Uh, right. <laughs> America's I get the same anyway. thing. Yeah. Um, but not to put it in the same category, per se, um, I think it's just easy to say nobody knows nothing. You know, there, there's – this yeah. is like – this virus has um, – it's not manipulated um, – What's the word, Dana, I'm looking for? It's mutated 43 times since they've just started tracking it. So, at some point, and, and, and this doesn't have to do just with the sports world, do we just sit there and say, okay, the risk is the same today as it will be on Christmas. Are we going to really keep the league shut down like Adam Silver said? And joining us now is the host of the Madison Miller podcast. Madison Miller joins us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Your thoughts on Blake Snell? My thoughts on Blake Snell? I think he couldn't have worded that more poorly. That was really uh, poorly said by him, the way he phrased it. And um, I really think that uh, he's being a little bit of a baby, to be quite honest. And it's just the complete opposite of the NBA. I I don't know. I, I just think there's less people in the NBA. Like, how do you run a league where you can't have any of the California teams play, like practice? Right, they're not allowed to, right? New York te- then two I New heard York that teams the Lakers. I heard the Lakers are reopening their facility like next week. Beautiful. I thought the governor said they're not allowed to. Well, uh, I saw a report yesterday that the Lakers were reopening their facility. I thought they weren't allowed either, but uh, um. Apparently they yeah, have a loophole. Apparent, yeah, apparently Obama said it's okay, so they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loophole, all right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I agree with Snell. I, I admit the kid's his math was wrong. I, had, I, I will admit he didn't. It wasn't eloquent when he said it. But you've heard other – like Bryce Harper kind of alluded to him agreeing with him too. Yeah, I saw that. 
you know, and the other thing is that once you start giving stuff back, and, and Dan, you can speak to this as well because you're you're a union guy. Once you start giving stuff back, you ain't getting it back. Right. Oh yeah, you. You know they're in for a dogfight as it is next year. Ooh. Woof woof. You know they're they're in for that that dogfight next year when it comes to that CBA and. You start giving stuff back now, they're not going to uh, nope. make it easy on you. It's gonna or in the other way, in, if you don't come back now, maybe that's when the owners lock you out. Oh, boy. This is going to be nasty. It was going to be that way without Corona. You don't think it was they would have any uh, saving grace this time around? No. The last saving grace was 9-11. They weren't getting that again. Hmm. So, in other words, they uh, they have a prayer in hell. I didn't think so going into this. Hmm. Anybody else's thoughts? Hmm. Just when you thought progress is going to be made, they hit another snag, and it's the end of baseball as we know it. No, that that ended the day Rob Manfraud took over. <laughs> well, that was the beginning of the end. No, that was the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't like him either. Nobody does, except for the thirty-two on it. I don't like Rob Manfred, but um, I do think that we'll have baseball in twenty twenty, and he seems very optimistic that we are nine siding with him over Blake Snell and Bryce Harper, and I. I want a baseball season. And I think that Snell and Harper are being know. selfish a little. And it looks like LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and everybody else to come back in the NBA. And um, they really um, want to come back and, and play, and I don't blame them. I don't know. LeBron flip flops too much. Two months ago, he didn't want to play in front of no fans. Now right. it's now he's okay with playing in front of fans. That that that's just how much money the offense say it. that. Yeah, like I, I don't trust anything he says. Mainly because he's a douche. Well, we already knew that. <laughs> I did. That's his middle name, actually. His name was Douche. Oof. All right, maybe not, but you get the idea. Yeah. I think uh, I, I I think when it comes back to all these sports, is it right for them to come back? And this is like not even a sports related thing, but is it okay for them to come back and gobble up hundreds of or tens of thousands of tests that places in this country may need? Just so they can come back and play. Because hmm. how like how often, like if you live in New Jersey, you cannot fly to Florida without a two week quarantine. Right. I actually am from New Jersey. <laughs> right. So. So that's a two week quarantine. So like, let's just yeah. say, June first, they say, all right, we want to start July first. You're not starting spring training on June on June first. You're starting right. spring training really on July on June fifteenth, and that's 
Like, you'd have to make the announcement, let's say, next Monday, right? Everybody has to be yeah. in spring train in their spring training camps on the 25th because, you know, there's a lot of flights canceled. There's All the flights aren't running, so it's not easy for guys to get wherever they're going, right? Right. So if you're coming from the Northeast and going to Florida or anywhere else, they're quarantining you when you get there. If you're overseas, you're getting quarantined. Um, so that's – all right, so if they have to be there by the 25th, now you're looking at you're going to start spring training on June 8th, and you think you're going to be ready to play baseball by June 1st? I don't think so. Dan, Madison, your thoughts? Um, I actually do think we're, like I said, I think we're going to have baseball regardless. And um, I do think that everybody has to quarantine and um, they're going to have, I guess, a little spring training before um, they get going. Um, I think that the season will actually start around the 4th of July. I had um, on the podcast today my buddy James Sellison. He's a host of a podcast called, or, or co-host, I should say, of a podcast called the sports dudes, and he came on my show today. We talked about um, the sports coming back. We're very in the NBA the most, but um, yeah, baseball's a little tricky because of um, the quarantine thing, and then there's a bunch of these rumors. We really don't know what's going on with baseball until it's reported of what's going on, and they're supposed to come out with a plan, and I think the plan could very well um, be uh, Intact or intact by next week. Dan, like where where do you put these guys though? It's not like everybody owns a house near yeah. the spring training facility. I I think it's very optimistic to say you're going to play July. Where are they going to play? Is everybody going to play at their spring yeah. training facility? Because New York's not opening up Yankee Stadium and City Field. It's just not. I, he's not letting no. it happen. And then you're taking them out of the cocoon of almost a biodome type thing. If like you can keep guys centralized, like if the NBA were to come back and they were to use, let's say, Vegas for their tournament, like use the T-Mobile, use the Thomas and Mac, use the Mandalay Bay Event Center and do all that because, you know, with all the convention centers, MGM has said, and they have the four hotels at the end of the strip. Um, they've basically said, hey, we can put 20 courts up. No problem. Like, and they do it for the summer league and all that stuff. Um, but you're keeping those guys in a cocoon. If you're having them play at you know, if like, let's say you're going with spring training sites in Arizona, you're having guys moving around. God forbid you have to have guys fly. Granted, they would all fly private anyway because the teams would just break out their planes. But still, like, the, the, I don't know. I, I don't know how sports comes back before September right now. And if on your player side of things – and this is where the business comes in. Do you even play without fans? Because that takes down the revenue, the total revenue, 
which then would take down next year's cap. And what happens next year if the cap goes from, let's say, the NHL's $80 million this year, what if it gets knocked down to 70 or 60 What are the guys going to get their salaries prorated next year to see if everybody comes back in 21-22 or 2021? And if you do all this, when do you start next season? You're starting at Christmas? you got to figure the next two seasons for all these leagues are going to be shortened schedules. Baseball, no, if they start July 4th. They could still play 80 games between then and and have everything normal. But like hockey and basketball, if you were to start, once again, let's just use June, June 15th as an arbitrary date. Because the NHL players, you have guys overseas. That's a week to get them here, a two-week quarantine when they get there. That's three weeks. <clears throat> and I'd be more afraid in the hockey locker room because of all the sweat from on the equipment. No, I mean, they've dealt with SARS and all that fun stuff. All right, joining us now uh, from Staten Island, New York, Derek Felix. Derek, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Hey. Uh, how are you? Thanks for the warning on the Twitter. Okay. okay? Uh, yeah, who was that that I called I you? Give, okay. I figured I'd give you a plug. You, know, you didn't really like anything up. So. <laughs> I know. I forgot to do that. I'm sorry. That's okay. You know, the only reason that I yeah on the on this little show that was on last Friday. Oh, there you go. We're a little okay, show. The only reason I played that before is uh, I guess I just take the opposing viewpoint on Blake Snell, especially when he talks about getting the wrong. Uh, it's like I got a friend, right? He he's a New York police uh, sergeant. He's been on the job for a long time. Uh, he got coronavirus back in March. We made an yeah. announcement. And uh, he was, you know, out of it for a month. And uh, he recovered. And he recovered in April. And he got to meet President Trump today. And uh, spoke. And spoke on Fox News. And I think that was pretty cool. So, I mean, I think that there's this misconception. That that it stays it stays with you. He said it stays. What he said stays with you forever. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, but I mean, of course, there's been a lot of people that have passed away. It's really sad. It's tragedy. Um, and what can you do? But there's been a lot of people that have recovered. So, so I guess, and you know, in terms of Blake, you know, talking about money. Well, of course. I mean, if you're playing half the season, you know, yeah, of course your salary is going to be prorated. So, I guess I mean, you'd still be making about two million, right? With, with the tax included, right? I don't even know what his salary is. No, it'd be less because 
His salary is like seven. He makes. He got. He gets paid. What does he get paid? Seven point three million, I think. I think so. Okay. That would be full year. <clears throat> I can check on it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you think like so. But then you have the other okay. percentage that they're taking out for to get everything to fifty fifty. Oh, I mean, okay. That's that's the argument. That's is that that what you're is that why you're arguing for? Yeah, because I, you feel I like you think. feel like it's be fifty fifty. My my argument is this: the owners are backtracking on what they originally had put into the whole thing. What what are you going to do originally? It was originally just supposed to be a fifty. It was supposed to be like prorated by how many games they play. And that's fine. It's now they now they want their cake and they want to eat it too. Uh, baseball is a really tough sport sometimes, you know. Yeah. It just is. Yeah, especially. I mean, I don't think that they should be fighting over this. So it's like they should be. We should. I think the two sides should be wanting to do whatever they can to play whenever they can play whatever games they can play, but. Yeah, I mean, this is a special circumstance. So, they're afraid that if they go 50 50, they'll try to push a salary cap on them. That's probably why. That's what I think. Yeah, it's like Snell's going to be making some nice money over the next uh, few years. Yeah, I mean, it's kind yeah, of. The way he's signed. The way he's signed. Yeah, he's going to be making any money. He keeps it up. Well, well, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just, to me, just came off a little arrogant for some reason. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just the way he sounded. It's like, yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of I kind of understand what he's trying to say. I kind of do see his point. But then it's like, uh, I mean, hell, a lot of people would, would love to would love to have that salary. Love to, you know, they're not going to be sad. Are there going to be any fans? No. No. Oh, I mean, so this is different. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no fans. They're not going to make anything, uh, excuse me, they're not going to make anything off the gate. They're not going to, they're not going to be, so, what, are you going to be selling any hot dogs, any beers, concessions? I mean, I'm just trying to look at, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at both sides. I'm looking, looking at the stadium part of it. Okay. Yeah. You could interrupt me at any point. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, there's people five people on the line. Anybody could do it. I've lost faith. You know, I've lost faith. I mean, go ahead. Take somebody. Take another viewpoint. Uh, give, me, give me something different. I don't know. <sighs> Here, Derek, here's how I look at it. I think if okay. the players give it up now. <laughs> Right. If they give up anything now, when that CBA expires next December, right, the owners already know that they're going to give up. I thought going into this anyway that there was a possibility of a striker lockout. I think if the players are being forced to play in whatever they decide to come up with, like, I think it's going to be really hard for guys with families to up and move away for six months. Like, I, I, I don't think you could physically I, – I, I, 
I don't know how you could do that to somebody. Like a guy with a young family. You know, he's got to be away from his wife and kids for four months. You know, I, and I know these guys are on the road, and, and somebody last night, you know, brought up the military, and, and it's apples to oranges. But if these guys are used to being home 20 days out of, you know, 15 days out of a month. They're not used to being away for four months. They're also not being used to being home for April and May. Listen, George, okay. people need people need to entertain. They need to dance around like the dancing monkeys that they are for Derek Felix to watch television. Right, Derek? Ah, All right. I think that Doris made some interesting points here about the fact that they'll be away from home for four months. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, but then again, this is a special kind of circumstance. And these guys are still playing a kid's game. So, I mean, I like I like what they have. I want the dance monkey dance. Like, oh, it should be. It has to be the Derek Felix way. No, no, doesn't have to be that way. I mean, um, just like you, um, just like anybody that's on here, waiting to see if they're gonna play. If they if they do play, and you know, but, you know, you know I, I do want to say one thing though, because I think I said this in a little chat during the week. I'm getting a little tired of. Some of these teams, I think you talked about the petty pitching. You know, I think the Rays would be one of those teams. But the Rays are actually petty. They, they know what they're doing. I'm talking about maybe the Royals. He wants one of the Rays and they are a joke. Can't even name, like, three players on their team. Uh, or, like, the Pirates. Some of these teams, right, like, they have this luxury tax. You know, it's basically the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, et cetera. You know, pay them if they go over. So, what happens to that? Oh, that's right. The, the small market teams get it, and they don't even do anything with it. So, in my opinion, if a team's only spending like twenty million dollars, that's a joke. And there should be a floor. They need a floor. Teams should not be spending. Teams should be spending at least to like sixty. At least, I think sixty million would be fair. No, Derek. All right, so Derek, I did the math the other night. Major okay. League Baseball signed a two billion dollar contract with Nike. All right, for the jersey. Over the over the age of that, every team gets it's like sixty million bucks. Right, mm-hmm. the TV money in Major League Baseball is five million dollars, five billion dollars annually. Right, teams get a share of that. They get a share. All these teams, there's no reason why you shouldn't be spending eighty million dollars. The league average is a hundred and thirty or some shit like that. <laughs> it's like the NFL. Uh, really, the NFL should have, if the players were smart, said, "Okay, we want a quarterback cap. You want to carry three quarterbacks? You got forty million bucks to have them on the roster." Right? Delete mm-hmm. because that just spreads around more money for the special teams guys, the the defensive linemen, the offensive linemen. 
baseball really needs to say, okay, here's a cap for just in general. I mean, other baseball players don't want it because they want a floor and the owners don't want to give it to them. Right. But this luxury tax thing is bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say, is that the luxury tax is bullshit because if you have teams that are not going to spend money, then they're, then they're basically taking advantage of the system. Yeah, ridiculous. That's my point. It's, 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 I don't, I don't, I just don't agree. That's why I, I don't think people should be. Somebody should not be so cheap. There needs to be a way to level the playing field somehow. I don't know. I'm not proposing a cap. I'm not saying that you have to do a cap, but I don't know. Maybe teams should. Maybe teams that don't spend to a certain point should be penalized and get draft picks taken away. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, some way. Yeah, you don't want teams to just suck forever. Uh, that, 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 that's part of it, too. Yeah. These teams, they'll just, all of a sudden, they'll just turn about face and they'll just sell their players. Like Derek Jeter's the highest-paid person on the friggin' Marlins. Of course he is. <laughs> they don't even have stands. I, I, more I mean, yeah. What what fans have? Tampa Bay, Tampa, or the Marlins? Dance, monkey dance. Come on. 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 Fans. Not be in the ghetto. So if Dan, am I am I wrong in saying this? If you were to keep the Rays in Tampa in the Tampa Bay region, mm-hmm. but you put them near the St. Pete Times Forum or whatever the fuck the name of it is now, if you were to put them down there or Ebor, would they draw there? No. Yeah, I think so. Hey, Dan, do you think boy. that the uh, you think that the Rays would draw if they played if they built a stadium somewhere like by where the Bucks play and by where uh, George Steinbrenner Field is in Tampa? Huh. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think um, that's particularly the best area. Um, the um, let's see. Um, so geographically, there's Raymond James Stadium, and right near it is the spring training home for for the Yankees. Yankees. Then, yes, I was just in Tampa a couple months ago, and like, they were across the street from each other. And I forget what highway it was, though. I don't remember the exact highway. No, and it was like in Dale a, it's I-4. I-4, 270, uh, 275. From that point... No, it wasn't uh, an interstate. It was a, uh, it was like a state highway or a U.S. highway. That's... Um, it's, they're on Dale Mabry, right? 275. Yeah, it's off of Dale Mabry on um, U.S. Off of 275, yes. Uh, but I, it's on a state highway. Yeah. Either way, either way. So, um, 
I think they got to get closer to the downtown area. I think Yeboard has some potential. Yeboard's kind of a, um, and this is where the work would have to be done. Yeboard's kind of like a shady area a little bit. Um, so they'd have, they, they would probably pop some money into that and build that up. Um, so I honestly think Yeboard's the best spot. I think by location, it's off of I-4, um, close to 275. It's catching, it's catching the people from local Tampa, um, and it's on the other side of where um, I-4 is located at, heading towards Lakeland and Plant City and uh, Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, Orlando, yeah. So it's probably the, it's probably the best location for it, but they kind of were at an impasse. So um, all we got to hope for is I'd like, I'd, I'd like the um, lightning owner, v, uh, Venus. Yeah. They'll the take over or the buy them out. But is he trying to do that? The sound board's going to do it. Mm-hmm. The only problem with buying out the raise is they, you have to buy out like 50 fucking people. Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, um, route, uh, U.S. Highway 92 in Tampa. It's um, the Northdale Mabry Highway. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. So. Yeah. The yeah. Where the James, Raymond James and the the uh, the Rays Stadium. Or, I'm sorry. The uh, the Bucks the and the uh, Yankees the spring Bucks, training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the Yankees would control that. I don't think the Yankees would let another baseball team in there. Mm-mm. I don't think that's going to happen. How about, I know you guys were talking about over by the downtown area. How about by Emily Arena? I think that would be a good spot for the Rays. But, hmm. but that's what Ybor was kind of doing. It. it was a couple blocks away, and they were going, <clears throat> and the plan was they were going to, excuse me, they were going to soup up. Area right by the um, Emily Arena called Channel Side, and they were going to build this out, and they were going to have like a bunch of shops and walking areas, and they were going to really spend spend some money to make it look good. Yeah, it get themselves didn't a, work get out. themselves a TV twelve gym. Yeah. I mean, when I go when I go to um, well, oh gosh, see. when I go to Lightning games, I go to park. In Ybor, and they have a they have a cool trolley system there that um, takes people around Ybor and into Amelie areas. So, um, either way, so really, really, I think their best hope was the Ybor bid, and it's dead right now. And I don't know I don't know what will happen with it if it'll come back. But it seems like Sternberg and St. Petersburg and Tampa are being stubborn. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> well, and I think I think for right now, because this issue don't really escalate until their lease ends at the end of 2027. So they're not in a rush to make a deal. Where they really should, but they're not in a rush. Uh, all sides, 
because our genius owner decides decided. Oh no. Let me tell you. I I know one of the minority owners of that team. (laughs) They're in a rush. Uh oh. (laughs) They are definitely in a rush to get a deal done for a new stadium. I I literally known the guy for no, I know they I've known the guy for twelve years. I've been in his office countless times at one of his restaurants. They have And who are we talking had, about? I come on, you know I'm not giving that up. I'll text you. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, but one of their minority owners, um Yeah, no, I've seen like four different architect renderings of a stadium down there. The problem is, Dan, oh, and, and you could speak, and you could speak to this sorry. best down there. The Magic got what the Orlando the Arena in '89. By '99, they wanted a new building. Yes. Right. The problem is, is that the state of Florida is saying we're not paying for any more fucking stadiums, and it's really not paying for one after the fucking Marlins Park disaster. They can't even draw flies. That was a horrible decision, the Marlins. Yeah. The moments suck anyway. Yeah, beat the Yankees in the World Series. I mean, I mean, George, yeah. they, they, they've had, George, they've had many provisions. I mean, uh, proposals. They've had many things oh, yeah, that have they, been presented. But yeah, it, it, but it's the problem. It's Tampa doesn't black, want them. Tampa don't want it the way that the owner is suggesting. They oh. they proposed an they proposed an open air stadium where, and this is something I don't understand, is yeah it gets obviously it's hot in Florida. Florida do, do never um, never mind hot in Florida. So, it fucking rains every day. Yeah, and they call it the Sunshine <laughs> State. Well. It is for um, 23 he, hours and 55 minutes a day. It's that 4 o'clock rain four, shower the last five minutes that fucks up the Disney parades. Um, right, well, right yeah, there. yeah. To be fair, in um, like June and July, you can count on your fingers the days that it doesn't rain in yeah. comparison to when it does rain. So, but uh, but other times there's there's sometimes where there's some big rain throughout. Um, here, but <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, going, going, going back with the Rays, um, there was a proposal um, right off of Channel Side, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right right in that area where they were going to build an outdoor stadium, and it was going to be like a they were going to have like a McCovey Cove kind of area, and that looked cool, and it kind of looked like a parasail <laughs> a little bit. Can, can I tell you who shot that one down? The Yankees. The Yankees yeah. did. Why did they shoot that down? Because the Yankees are cocks. Oh, thanks. The Yankees shot that down. Hmm. The Yankees really want to be the only team in Tampa. And, and, and they spend right. so much money on the local government there just um, you know, lobbying the fuck out of them to shoot everything down down there, which is dumb mm-hmm. on their part because what do you get? Five hundred people at George M. Steinbrenner Field for a Tampa Yankee game. Hmm. Which, by the way, 
Why do the Yankees have to name everything after the old man? Like, why does he have to have the biggest yeah. fucking monument in Monument Park? Like, they make they, they, those kids make me fucking sick. <clears throat> well, that's kind of what you get when you spend all that money. Yeah, that's true. It's like, what do you do with a BA in English? <laughs> hmm. Oh, we spent all the money. Yeah. How is that really translated since we started spending all the money? Yeah. F U C K Y A N K. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> With a capital F. But see, but see, like, that's the thing with, like, Florida, though. It's like. They built the arena. Like, how many how many arenas has or has the state of Florida been on the hook for? Or stadiums? Every one of them, right? Like, nobody's mm-hmm. built one with their own money, except. Where, meanwhile, like, the University of Central Florida had to like fundraise their money. Oh yeah, by the way, they built that one too. They yeah. redid the they redid the Citrus Bowl. They rebuilt. They built the. Orlando, the Amway Center, right? That, that's the name of that one? Yes. But the, they paid to the have... Amway Center, the Amway Center makes sense, though, George, because it's not just for the Orlando Tragic. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's for concerts and other sports and All right. other events. But, yeah. So, but, but Dan, Orlando, here's the thing. The Was the Orlando <laughs> Arena in that bad shape? <laughs> Ten years later. Yeah, it kind of was getting old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the I'm sure the Cubs feel the same way. Our ballpark's kind of old. Yeah, I think so. uh, it's just it's it's different. It, it's it's a big difference. You're you're talking about history, um, in a oh. stadium. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm saying it facetiously, but like, I in I did the Disney College program 2001, and I remember the okay. Orlando Sentinel running full page stories in two in January, February, March of of 2001, where the arena is 13 years old, and they're running stories about how the Magic need a new building. Like, they were trying to get out of the building 10 years into it. Well, well, can you, can you particularly, particularly blame them? You know, you have, a, you, you have an arena that it did hold some good events. You can, you, can put, you can put a new arena with more technology and, and more innovation into it, and you can... Bring in a lot more uh, names. So, I mean, I was kind of glancing at the Wikipedia of the arena, and it looks like the Magic got out of it in 2006. The stadium, the arena, <clears throat> closed in 2010, and they imploded it in 2012. So, yeah, it almost had a 20-year run. And you know, I had a lot. Respectful. I had a lot of great memories going to Magic games. Um, Wait, Louie, that's respectable. 
think that the building wasn't even 13 years old than he was in the new one. And I get it. I, I get where owners want more bells and whistles. And there was like there wasn't a need in 1980. When did they build that place? Yeah. 88. Like, there was no need for that many luxury boxes. Orlando wasn't that built up yet. Right. I mean, shit. When they opened that building, Disney had two parks. And, and, and seven hotels. Yeah. And I understand that. And and, and downtown Orlando wasn't what it was in 20, 2001, as opposed to whatever. But this is why, I mean, <laughs> goddammit, the Orlando Convention Center is, like, you could fit the Javits Center in it and still have a shitload of room. Am I wrong, Dan? Do what? The Orlando Convention Center can't like you could fit the Javits Center in it. The fucking thing is massive. Oh yeah, the Orlando Convention Center is huge. Um, they they host uh, MegaCon there every year. It's huge. They can host. They host like eight conventions at a time. Oh yeah, that's gigantic. I went. I went. Uh, they used to have a sporting goods. Um, Show called the Super Show. Then now it's in Vegas. Is it? Because guys wanted to start leaving their wives home. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't know the Super Show still existed. Yeah, it's in Vegas. They actually got canceled. Hey guys, before I before I sign up for the night, uh, okay. I want to plug my show that I don't think I had a chance to do. Um, I have a show on Saturday um, nights from 5 to 7 p.m. called the Enhanced Sports Show. Um, the number is 512-543-4622, and um, you can, uh, we can talk about um, any type of sport you want. Right. Enhanced? It's from Whoa. 5 to 7 uh, Eastern Time. Huh. Is there an... Don't you have an extension to call into that show, or are you um, or did you not finally me, no, join not, Block? Not, the, not this one. Not this one. No, 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 no. Oh, you finally jo- joined Block Talk, huh? Well, we're we're on uh, Uber, and uh, Uber doesn't uh, do that, so um, you know you're perfectly safe with that. Fucking Uber's doing podcasts now. Uber's been doing podcasts now for a little while. Yes. They give you food. They give you a ride. They get you drunk. I don't know if they're actually related to it or not. So, you know, but, um, okay, let me give you the number again. 512-543-4662. And it's from 5 right. to 7 on the, east, on the East Coast. All right. Louie, thanks for uh, joining. Thanks. I'll be back. I'm sure. Well. Uh, all right. Now that Louie's gone. Derek, we should all like bombard that show one night. Enhanced. Enhanced. <laughs> we should show up with our Bal- We should show up with our Balco Barry uh needles. <laughs> well that sounds interesting. Yeah. All right. So Brian says he'll join us whenever he's done eating or doing whatever he's doing because you know, he gets I don't know. He's out in oh. laid-back and snappy land, so yeah, yeah. different. He's just—it's mm-hmm. funny. I just started saying like, "Oh, Brian will join us," and he just texted me. 
Um, hey, uh, did you talk about DeAndre Baker yet? No, we were waiting for Brian. Oh, okay. Dan said, let's wait for Brian. Okay. I, I, now would, him. I think that would be good. I think uh, I, I really don't have much to add on I, it. I mean, it, it was just when we brought it up, it was just me and George. I really don't yeah. have much knowledge into it. So I'd rather have, I mean, you could probably do it now, technically. Yeah, we could join us in uh, Madison. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's do that. Well, now. Now, like, the lawyer is claiming that he's innocent of it, and like, and they put this stupid thing on Instagram, and oh god, I don't know. And now I'm reading something on ESPN.com about it. Yeah, here's where I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to ESPN on this. If you get a chance, I would listen to a uh, certain former Colts punter that has a national radio show from ten to twelve every day. McAfee made some good points on this today. Oh, Pat McAfee? Um, yeah, yeah. The, the greatest sports talk show host going um, because he's like us. He was saying that. So mm-hmm. there's a, another story that came out where this dude, or these two dudes lost like 70 grand in a card game like a couple nights before. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, you know what? That's not hard to imagine, actually. All right. So what 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 Pat was basically saying today was that there's some card game that like these guys in the NFL play. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of it because I don't. I heard it like 600 times and I couldn't remember. It begins with a B. Um, we got some wannabe Michael Jordans. Well, yeah, and he said like the pots in these games could get up into like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he goes, "What well, he." Things happen, and he doesn't know. But what he said he thinks happened was is that um, it came town time. It came time for guys to start paying, and guys didn't have the money to pay that were playing, and these guys were pissed that they lost their money, and they were like, "Well, we're going to get it back no matter what because we won." Because you see what they were taking. Yeah. I mean, they were grabbing guys' watches. So I, like. I would like to know who they were playing with. Like were they it playing with to me other? Like they were just hanging with the wrong crowd. I don't. To, like to, be, to lose seventy thousand dollars in a card game, <laughs> you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Who's he so. hanging out with? Tony Montagna. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, like, you think that these athletes, these, they would be a little bit smarter. You know, oh, let me tell you. My favorite part is is the, the the story where they all they left in three getaway cars and uh, Lamborghinis oh, and Maseratis and all this shit. No, they showed up in their own cars to this game. You're fucking moron! Like <laughs> it's so that's even stupid. dumber. <laughs> to show up in your own car? Like you could Uber, you could like you could like shop at a limo. You oh could yeah! Do, like somebody hold on! I mean, what the Sarah. fuck? Derek, think about this. You just you just took your money back at gunpoint, and you're gonna sit there and wait for your Uber to show up. Wow, uh, that's like doing a podcast <laughs> on Uber. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, I, I was thinking about that part. I was thinking about, I was thinking about something else, obviously. 
Madison, as the Giant fan here, are you surprised by this in the way that the Giants have been put together in the last few years? Surprised about what? The DeAndre Baker thing? Or, um, <laughs> like, what exactly are you talking about with the Giants? Just in general, like, this is, like, the most Giant thing to happen in years since Tyxical Burrow shot himself. Actually, the Giants became the Jets on this one, didn't they? The Giants became the Jets um, because they just ever since Odell was a New York Giant, they became the Jets. That's reality. Odell, in his great production, convinced the uh, organization that Eli Manning was still good. And I could just keep going on and on and on about rants about Dave Gettleman and the front office. And DeAndre Baker is an idiot. And I told you all that yesterday. And um, he's no, going to get cut by the Giants. And he better be cut by tomorrow. And business is and then a lot of dumb things have happened to the Giants lately. And it goes from three weeks ago, oh, my God, what a great draft the Giants have, to now, oh, they're the joke of the NFL. They're the NFL's version of the Knicks. <laughs> this is, I hate to say it, but, yeah, Madison's right. I mean, the Giants <laughs> are basically the Knicks. They're now, they're now like the laughing stock of the NFL. Uh, don't prove it all. Other than, I mean, it's the – uh, just because a guy decided to uh, rob. But there might be more to the story, according to George. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that, that McAfee is right or wrong and that he has, like, inside information. The, yeah. the difference between, like, yeah. like, see, this is why I like former players doing radio. Like, if I have to listen to Dan Patrick and his CNN light show that he does now anymore. Oh it's, I, right? Like, if I have to listen <laughs> to Anderson Cooper talk sports, I just don't want to do it anymore. Uh, oh, I, but like, I can't watch him. I can't look at him. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like where, like, like, McAfee is really good, and then he does, like, the YouTube show with AJ Hawk. Where they're really good is that they've been in the locker room in the last 10 years. Where, like, Scott Zolak is good. He's been in the locker room. So when, like, the media blowhards start bashing on Blake Snell or start bashing on this, and they're like, wait, there are <laughs> card games played on these on these plane trips like that don't even touch what Michael Jordan was playing for. Oh, my God. That's pretty crazy. To hey, think. Derek. Yeah. Derek. I'm about to say this in the chat, but I'm just going to say it on here. You went from uh, saying that Gettleman deserves credit to giving I mean, more credit than giving credit for because he drafted Saquon and Daniel Jones to were the joke of the NFL because DeAndre Baker did what he did. Well, I mean, David Gettleman takes a big hit because people said that he wasted this guy yet had, another pick. People said that this guy had character issues and they traded up to what number thirty to draft him and I did some reading about him and well uh it doesn't look good. Let's just put it down. It doesn't look I, well I, okay. on Mr. Gattelman. Yeah, and they better cut him like they cut Janoris Jenkins last winter for uh saying the R word on Twitter to some fan that had or to uh not on Twitter, but he said he said the R word to to a fan, I don't know if it was like at practice or on Twitter, and apparently that person might have had downs or something that he said that to, and uh, 
he got cut by the Giants, and now he's on the Saints. Well, they gave him a chance to defend himself, and he didn't defend himself. It's like it's like he just he, no, he defended himself, and he was like he felt like a complete idiot. He just he couldn't he was like he couldn't wait to be away from the Giants. Couldn't wait for it. He got what he deserved. He went to the Saints, right? And they lost. Oh, good. No, that was Eli yeah. Apple. <laughs> That's true. He got what he deserved. That's he gets, true. Sometimes, sometimes justice has a poetic justice Lots right there, Lots of Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. That's, that's so mm. funny. Uh, I oh thought the Vikings... I, I thought the Vikings were that team that could have maybe made a push, but they were they played terribly, played poorly against the 49ers. And it didn't happen for Kirk Cousins mm. twice. Bad matchup for the, the Vikings against that good Niners defense. I think that the Vikings could not win that division this year. I really do. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I think that, that Nick Foles is overrated and the Packers are not going 13-3 and three again. They're just not. They're not going 13-3 uh, again, yeah. We, we, we agree on and that. And plus they drafted Jordan Love, which was the single worst thing that happened in the offseason for, uh, for a star player in the league. I George? hate the Packers. What do you what? think about the Jordan Love thing? I hate the Green Bay Packers. It's funny that like they're the a disaster now. <laughs> they've been a disaster for years. They just have they've just had two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um, yeah, the Jordan Love thing. Um, I have a quick question. How do you piss off the great the greatest athletic quarterback to ever play the game? Oh, draft Jordan Love. Meanwhile, McAfee was on the goddamn – McAfee had eight, um, Aaron Rodgers on, like, right before it. And he was like, hey, it'd be great if we could draft a skill player. We haven't done that in 20 fucking years. There was a shit show. I just think that – look, they had a great regular season last year. I just never bought into them. And – and Aaron Rodgers showed some signs of maybe slowing down. But look, I I think that it wouldn't have been so bad if they had taken some, they had actually drafted some other skill positions to like help the offense, but they didn't do that at all. You know, so like I mean, when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre still had something left. And I mean, so some, I, I guess sometimes you do have to look. You know, at your future, but they still should have done better than they did with the rest of their draft. I guess that's how I look at it. So, yeah, the Packers that, are weird. They should have taken a wide know. receiver in the first round or even a defensive player. Yeah. yeah maybe one that uh, I, I don't know, um, you know, could help stop the run. You know, they only gave up 196 yards before contact in the NFC Championship team, but you know, no, no. We, let's take a backup quarterback that stinks. <laughs> I don't know. How about what do you think of the Eagles drafting a uh, quarterback from Oklahoma? That, that is called the that is called the owner. I, I'll tell you exactly what that's called. That is called the owner wants the next um, Lamar Jackson. That was not a football move. Okay. I think they did that because they know uh, Carson Wentz has been injury prone and uh, 
they haven't had a competent backup since Nick Foles. So uh, I think they're just going for a, a backup QB there. That's my opinion, although I didn't like the pick. But I understand why they did it. But that, but you're not right. I, I, I want to say this the right way. You're not running the same offense with Jalen Hurts in the game as you would if Carson Wentz is there. Carson Wentz. Oh. I don't oh, know. Wait. A story just got posted on MSN.com. Aaron Rodgers not. Aaron Rodgers, not thrilled about Jordan Love. He spoke about it, yeah. Well, well, he should. He's a competitor, man. Nobody should be saying, okay, yeah, I love love competition. No, 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 nobody, nobody, nobody gets jacked up of a team drafting the quarterback in the first round. It's a business, though. So, Aaron. Oh no! I, all right. So here, here are, so here are Aaron Rodgers' quotes from this conference call he had today, or Friday, or whatever. The general reaction at first was surprise, like many people. Not going to say I was thrilled by the pick necessarily, but I understand that the organization is not just thinking about the present but the future, and I respect that. Uh, my sincere desire is to start finish with the same organization just as it is with many players over the league, but <laughs> may not be a reality at this point. Can you say at quarterback for the New England Patriots, Aaron Rodgers? No. Or Matt Stafford? You stop your conspiracy. You stop your conspiracy theory shit that benefits all my Patriots. Enough. Enough of hey, that, think about man. it. Matt, no. Matt Stafford just Matt Stafford sold his house in Detroit. Okay, congratulations. Maybe he wants to buy a bigger house. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, next year the most salary cap in the NFL deal. is the Patriots. What you want, Matthew Stafford? Though. No, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay, man. All right, that makes you say it. <laughs> well, no shit. Every, everybody would rather have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll stay with Jared Stidham. He was good at Auburn. How old is, how old is Aaron Rodgers? No. 35? No. 35. Belichick, Belichick yeah. is not going to be 36. taking on. No big ego quarterback. That's the reason why Tom Brady's not there right now, yeah. because he and Brady butt heads way too much, like the yes. competitors do, and now and now he wants to dictate the whole team like he does every other position except for the quarterback. This is Belichick's yeah. chance to, like, I don't know, stick it to Brady or prove that he's the man. I, I don't. I, he has an ego. I mean, it's an ego thing with these two guys. So that's why they yeah. divorced. <laughs> Do you take any credit into that Gary Myers thing where it was Josh McDaniels that forced Brady out and not Belichick? But I no. think that's wrong. I think Brady wanted to leave. I don't think anybody forced him out. Yeah, I think he wanted to leave. <laughs> 
I no. I want Brady to do well in Tampa. I hate I hate Belichick. Like the like it's want, gonna be fun to see the Patriots fail well. the next ten years. Yeah, I mean, Dan no, has, no, has, has a I don't want him to do well. He's in my, he's in my country now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Oh, that's we'll, right, Dan. We're going to stomp his ass twice a year. Let's go. They upgraded the quarterback position, and they added another tight end. Woo! You know, still has you know what? WWE 24 Carolina's got a great record against Tom Brady. Right. Suck that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those games the referees handed to you, but that's a whole other story. Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no. Drop that no. race in the end zone on the Monday night football. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry that Luke Keekley played defense. He didn't play defense. defense. He, grope, he was groping him like he was. Camille. Camille hasn't was been that deep him? inside, was Rob. Grope? Wait, was he groping him like um, Ron, uh, like um, Robert Kraft Joe Biden? Like those, Joe uh, ancient Gro- women like Joe and, the, and the, the spa? I had to get that in there. Because, that's hey, look, that 70-year-old man can still get it up. God bless him. You know, you know what? I don't blame him for getting his rocks off. I blame him for not going through a legal process on that. Bitch, you can go to Hover Hub that's about an hour outside of Vegas. They they have uh, legal prostitution there. Go go there. Go there. Not not go to freaking Florida with some quote unquote spa. Could have just went and did it legal. Nobody would have batted eye. Same as Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, for instance, nobody would have batted an eye if Tiger Woods ran the train of every groupie that came to the PGA Tour, which that finds hard to believe. <laughs> That's but, the problem. He, but, he was doing that. No, I'm just hey, no, guys. What, I'm is, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, sorry, Madison, well, i got to get this point. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying Go is he shouldn't, he shouldn't have married if he, if that's what he was going to do, that's what I'm saying. But but what Kraft did was and has done is super shady, especially since his wife died. So they go and they go and market Miss Kraft around, and oh my God, she's great. And then he goes find some other bimbo months later. Like what <laughs> the hell? You prophesized off your dead wife, and then you just kicked her ashes. To the fucking ground for some bimbo. Go ahead, Madison. <laughs> okay, so um, I do hate Robert Kraft too, and um, I hate Belichick. So like, I think it's a slap in the face of the Patriots stock within like like in the ne- within like the next like five years. Like they have like a decade full of misery. But you mentioned Tiger Woods before. Um, secret. Um, Tiger Woods will possibly be featured in my. Moments of glory bracket. The moments of glory bracket? Whoa. Okay. After the moment. Are you telling us something? A moment of glory, Tiger Woods? <laughs> what? Not, not included. <laughs> Just putting a warning label out on this for Madison Miller's moments of glory. Not featured will be 
uh, Rachel, whatever her name is, and, and all the other like chicks that Tiger Woods like bangs and cheated on his wife with. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was probably a moment of glory for Tiger. I still believe, to this day, I still believe that Tiger Woods begging those ladies like he did was like his mojo. Like with Austin Powers and Rich Flair. <laughs> the second, the second that shit happened, he started to suck. Yeah. That's what happens when you take a nine iron across the forehead. <laughs> Four. She should have aimed lower. Yeah, I know exactly where I would have aimed. I, I would have pulled a uh, a Dustin Rhodes. Oh my God! How how great is it that we have gotten eleven years of comedy out of that? Hey, if it works once, works twice, then why not go to it a hundred times? Yeah. Great. I mean, that's what Dane Cook said. Yeah. What is Tiger Woods Woods dating these days, anyway? Uh, Well, Google it. I think it's a blog. Hey, Wheeler. Her name is Erica Herman. Okay. Blonde. Erica Herman. No, brunette. Brunette. Derek, she's oh, a brunette. Let's move it up. Look at that. I just she's made pretty. a discovery that's going to drive you nuts. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, apparently, so I was looking at Dan Marino's like, career statistics, which are pretty damn good. Um, oh, yeah. His middle name is Constantine. Daniel Constantine. <laughs> What's wrong with Dan- Constantine? Constantine was a badass. Yeah, well, now Constantine I'm going to put in the chat for praise. See if Rob can Former figure it out. American Idol star. Constantine for Lewis. Nobody's going to know that. Well, that's that's too bad. You you know though. At least you know about it. That's that's something else. You think you when Constantine's brought up, you don't think of the emperor. You think of American Idol. Actually, that's I would have never. You know what the sad part is? Is I I think I saw him in Rock of Ages. So yeah, I was thinking him too. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of him because because he was like. A sexy guy on American Idol. I was nine years old and thought he was so cute, and then he gets voted off um, too soon. And like, he made it to like the top six and gets voted off. And that was the year Carrie Underwood won Idol. He probably oh, should have been the runner-up to Carrie Underwood. <laughs> I just posted it because the team was Wikipedia. You just placed it up in our chat. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? I, I just I just looked this guy up. You you mean you were in love with the guy that looked like uh, Kenny G? You shit me? He doesn't look like Kenny G. I mean, he's got the beard. He's got the little mustache and. Oh, okay. He's Greek. He's got Greek roots. That's not terrible. 
He is a hairy son of a bitch. Yeah, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of facial hair. I'm reading his Wikipedia page, and in August yeah, of 2015, he was arrested for domestic violence after an altercation Uh-oh. with with Clay Aiken. Somebody. Oh, with, <laughs> with his um, ex-girlfriend Angel Reed. I had no idea about that. Oh my god! You know what? I could. I have a Wikipedia like. Membership. I could go in there and I could put Madison Miller in there, but I don't think that's a good idea. No, don't right, do that. put Clay Aiken. I, I'm not gonna do it. Come on, I'm put just Clay Aiken. Fun with you. Don't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> put okay. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken would be a good. Hey Dan, Clay Aiken would be a very good get for the Masked Singer in season four. Clay Aiken would be a good one. <laughs> Somebody suggested that to me the other day, and I'm like, oh, I would like that, because I like Clay Aiken on Idol. Clay Aiken's a North Carolina boy, too, so I like him. Hey, you, yeah, you know, and the uh, funny thing about Clay Aiken, the guy that he lost to, Ruben Stuttered, I thought he was the leopard on The Masked Singer in season two, and it wound up being Seal. <laughs> oh man, Seal Seal got me good on that one. I mean, at first I thought it was Urban Cider, then I started to figure out that it was Seal from the vocals. So like just in like the last couple weeks of the Leopard, I'm like, yeah, that's Seal. But early on, I thought it was Ruben Stutter who beat Clay Aiken on season two of American Idol. Yeah, whatever happened to Ruben Stutter? Isn't he dead? Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben Stutter's not dead. And speaking of American oh, Idol, Derek, Julia Gargano okay. is competing on Sunday for the title of American I'm, Idol. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, I, might, I, might have to, I might actually have to watch this. I mean, it's for Staten Island. It's you have like to. Awesome Staten Island's own. Yeah. You you were telling me about this, this girl from Brooklyn, though. So Brooklyn also uh, in the house. The Brooklyn girl's <laughs> going to win. Just Sam. I'm telling you right now, that's my prediction. I called it on the podcast today. I think that Just Sam will win American Idol. I think she's so talented. I sent you guys the video of her singing A Dream is a Wish in the chat. And, okay. oh, my God. I'll take, get, I'll take a look And Julia good. Okay. I'll play Never in my life did I think I think she has a bright future. Never in my life. Never thought. That never thought, thought we'd be here. talking about American Idol on this show. That's this is what happens. happens. This is what happens. But there's no sports right now. Oh, wait, we got NASCAR coming up. NASCAR in UFC this weekend. Yeah. NASCAR, baby. Let's go. Let's Fire up those What's NASCAR going on? I'm a sad boy. Hey, don't you make fun of NASCAR. That's a sport what that should have you? never gone away. Like, we should have had NASCAR racing the entire time of this. Yes, you know we got you got wow, to get rednecks here in Central Florida. <laughs> got to entertain us because we love making the last turn and then the next last turn. They love the last turn. <laughs> <and> finally, <laughs> the like final last turn. Man, that final last turn just gets me going. 
I feel like Bubba Jay's on the show from fucking Jeff Dunham. Yep, that's that's the point. <laughs> Do you want me to change the topic for a second? Sure, go ahead. Okay. So because I like NASCAR, up, right? Now they, they put this poll up, and then we'll go back to NASCAR. And mm-hmm. this poll is obviously slanted in favor of a couple of guys, but it's it's, it's slanted in favor of one guy that I love. Uh, WFM put this poll up on Twitter. Who was the best New York sports star to never win a championship? The choices were Patrick Ewing, Mike, Michael Piazza. You stop. (laughs) Donald Arthur Mattingly or Hedrick Lundquist. Who do you think is leading the poll? Patrick Ewing. Should be Patrick Ewing. It's Patrick Ewing right now, forty-four point one percent. I voted for, I voted for Mattingly because Mattingly was yeah. the best in his prime. Mattingly was better than any of those guys in his prime. He was the best player in baseball for four and a half years. Ewing was never the best player in the NBA. Lundqvist was never the best player in hockey. I mean, I feel like Mattingly, Mattingly's at twenty-three point six percent, so so he's second. Donnie, got a good point. Donnie, Donnie baseball deserves a lot more respect in this one. Um, Ewing played Thank in some you. really good teams. Lundquist yeah. played in some really good teams. Magically yeah. played in dirt pit teams for most of his career. So the year they could have won it was '94, and you know what happened there? Yeah, yeah they would have lost to the Expos. They probably would have lost to the Expos. That Expos team was awesome. They were no joke. You know what's funny? Like, everybody, like, talks about, like, the Yankee team. It's like, oh, that's a stolen one and whatever. But outside of Jimmy Key, what pitching did they have? Well, they did try, They made that really smart trade for David Collins. That was a that that was that was 95. Yeah. They, they didn't have great pitching. That team Pettit. didn't have great pitching. Didn't have Pettit. Yeah, I mean, they had a great – their bullpen – their bullpen did a did a really good job when they would come in, and their offense was great. You had Cecil Fielder, who you could bring off. That the was bench. You had Strawberry. Jesus Christ! Well, he ran Oh, you, uh, okay. You're talking. What are we talking about? Ninety four war or ninety five? Ninety four. I thought we were talking about ninety four. Oh, uh, uh, we're talking about ninety four. They didn't really have that much pitching. You're right. They yeah. practice. They didn't have much pitching at all. Who the hell called for them? Ugh. Don't tell me Steve Barr or Steve Howe. I'll, I'll pass out. <laughs> Does it hurt you to say that Lundquist wasn't that good? No. no you know, all right. You know what? I want, I want to say something here. Because uh, I've become like a Lundquist critic. But, and Larry Brooks like trolled me because Larry, cause Larry Brooks didn't like the fact that I said that Tony Esposito oh. was better than Lundquist. Hold well, on, like, Derek. I have, I, Derek, wait. Since you brought up Larry Brooks, I there was Dan Lacator was on the show last night. He told this really? story about yeah. Well, because me and Danny are good friends. He, I like Dan Lacator. Oh, and then I pulled up the Yankees roster for that year. Yeah, it's not great. To, he was telling the story about how they played a Saturday afternoon game. It was like an ABC game. And Friday, and they didn't have morning skate, but Friday they had practice. And whatever the lines were, Brooksy didn't like. 
So Danny picks up the paper Saturday morning. Larry Brooks says, these should be the Rangers' lines tonight. He says, sure shit. He walked into the room, saw on the whiteboard, and it was every fucking line that Larry Brooks wrote in the paper. Larry Brooks is an asshole. That's what I'm going to say. I agree. Yes. All right, here you go. I'm with you, Derek. Derek, here's that Yankee pitching staff from 94. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. With you. You, 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 do, you run it, and I'm just going to study. <laughs> Jimmy Key. Jim Abbott. A good pitcher. Melito Perez. Oh, my God. Terry yeah. Mulholland and Scott Kamenicki were their starters. The other thing, basic thing is people There's forget that, that Steve Howe was the closer. People forget. Yeah, I was right about that. Holy shit! People forget that Kabadeki, that Kabadeki was an underrated pitcher. Mm-hmm. Teams, and, and and how how yeah, even with all his drugs, he actually pitched. He pitched well for the Yanks. Wickman became a really good closer with the Brewers. Xavier Hernandez, they brought in. He was supposed to be like this lockdown closer. He was a bust. It's yeah. terrible. Hitchcock. Don oh, Paul. Hitchcock was on this team. Holy shit. Uh, Jeff Bob Ohida. Uh, I'm getting too excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don Paul and Paul Gibson. I've never heard of half of these guys. Uh, uh yeah, that's right. They was Terry Bahal the trade or they signed him? I'm trying to remember now. No, uh, he made 24 yeah. starts for him. Yes. Yeah, I, rem- I actually remember being excited that they got Mahal because Mahal had been a good starter with the Phillies. But yeah, wow, I didn't real I forgot that he was that bad. <laughs> well, damn was No, they no, they signed him. He was a signing. He just didn't pitch well. Yeah. But, he was a good pitcher like, for the Phillies. But you look, I, you really think about it, like. The fact that Larry Brooks had that much control in the Rangers, does that not scare the shit out of you? That must be why, like, him and Torts got into it, because Torts wasn't putting up with his bullshit. See, maybe that's why no Rangers beat writer will talk about the fact that the Rangers don't recognize their franchise history with guys like Frank Touche and, and, and other legends that should be retired and up in the rafters. And there's politics involved. As to why they're oh, not yeah. Bill Cook, etc. But that's like, but that's even like you could even say that about New Jersey. The fact that John McClain's number is not in the rafters is a fucking travesty. Especially with Lou no longer there. Like, John, how could you not have a John McClain night at least? John McClain was great for the Devils. Oh, but he went to the Rangers, so he's an asshole. Well, because well, Lou sent him to hockey Siberia, so he, he's an asshole. Well. He was bad, and then they traded him to the Sharks, and then he wound up with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, so and so they just decided to screw screw you. You're not mm-hmm. getting your number retired. I mean, hell. I used to like the Yeah, he was he was better than his brother. His brother's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the Yankees had him too. Remember what Abbott threw that no hitter in '93? Yep. I remember listening to that crazy Fred Ivan, and he had the radio on, and he was getting all excited about it, like in the forfeiting. And we listened to it, and he got the no hitter. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Who's the Waldman? Carry- Waldman? 
It's not no, it was, Zach said no, it was Sterling and Kay. Sterling and Kay. And they were great together. Paired together, they were they were great. Well, what's your Clemens? Oh, somebody play please that. play that right Okay. <laughs> 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 That could very well be in the Madison's moments of glory because I love that. If, if there's nothing you can say about this show to do the John Sterling impersonation, if there's nothing <gasps> you can say Derek. about this show, we will play that. Derek. Oh my uh, God, Sterling? I was thinking about you before because uh, of John Sterling, the Sterling Five today, um, or Rose the other day, but Joe and Evan kept replaying the Lambert and Cole. Oh my God, I'm cracking up. Ladies and gentlemen. Get out to Yankee Stadium. That's right. Yankee Stadium will be open for games. Get out to NYY Steak and wine <laughs> and dine with the finest in choice prime cut choice meats. Don't forget about the deluxus, luxurious cheesecake the deluxus? for dessert, along with the finest wines and lobster that you can have at NYY Steak. You could be seated around the ballpark and dine in the finest that only NYY Steak and the New York Yankees have to offer you. Be part of history. Be part of suspense. And be part of mystery and intrigue as the Yankees chase championship number 28. It could all be yours for only $1,569 per seat. Get out. That's a bargain. I have no idea what they charge. You get, you get, you get food service, though. You get the right. food service. I am not going to lie. I am so happy Brian called in just at that moment. <laughs> He was waiting for his cue. That's because Brian got it. can do it better. Brian can do that better than me. Hello, everybody, and welcome hey, to Yankee Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> My name is John Sterling. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the wonders of Yankee Baseball. The other day I was talking to Susan on Zoom. And I must tell you, Susan and I had a great conversation. And Susan and I were talking about the wonderment and the wonder of it all called Yankee Stadium. During these tough times, why don't you take a trip up the four train and get off and enjoy a succulent NYY steak, all for a special Corona price of forty nine ninety nine per plate. 
you're concerned about your tickets that you're not getting, we offer my rate of options. You can let us keep the money. You can roll it over to another game. If, but if you want to get your money back, I just gave you the policy right there. That is our refund policy for the New York Yankees. That was brilliant, Brian. Would you would you like to hear that refund policy again for the George? Would you like to Would you like to hear that policy again for the Yankees? If you want your money back, listen closely. And there it is, folks. We here care about the fans and you. Can't, can't, can't come up the four train? Come over to George Washington Bridge if you're in New Jersey and come down to Major Deacon. Enjoy all of our appetizers, mahi-mahis, and all kinds of drinks as you overlook the beautiful cathedral called Yankee Stadium. Masks not included. Neither is sanitizer. No, they'll charge you for that. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even know you were going to do that, Derek. It just somehow was in the stars that I just came on now. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad. I was so happy you called in right when you did. Wow. <laughs> I can't, I can't measure up to you, Brian, when it comes to John Sterling and NYY State. Well, I, I give it my best well, shot. It's like me trying to measure up to you when you do your Randy Macho Man. I just, I can't do it. So I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. really Macho Man. Or when, yeah. or when Dan does is my is litany of uh, personations. There's certain things I just can't <laughs> measure up to. So we, we all have our. our uh, Madison has some impersonations too. I know for sure. I already know that. I'm kidding. I'm just, just getting everybody in the conversation. Right. Who's, who's hey, on the on, call Brian. here? Who do we got? So we got uh, who? me, Dan, uh, Derek, and Madison, and you. Awesome. Sweet. Sorry, I'm a little late today. That's okay. Went out for did you, did you have some kind of NYY steak kind of thing? No, I, I actually had chicken wings. So that was it. Okay. Yeah, got some wing. You know, not you know, it's good enough. Blue cheese, of course. I wouldn't dare touch ranch on that stuff. Ooh, succulent wings. Yeah, it was good. It was wing stop? It was good. It was solid. It was a good job. Well, I'm, if you enjoy it, then I'm happy. Some carrots and some celery, and you know, just that's it. It's a beautiful night. It's nice and cool. Wait, so it's not like dark over there? It's called darkness, like surrounding everything. What's that? There's no darkness surrounding everything, like it is here. Oh, it's dark here now, but oh, do you see, who, who do you think you're talking to? May, did you hear what the wonderful Mayor Garcetti said today of Los Angeles, George? What no, no. If you are if you are a non-essential business in Los Angeles, and if you resist shutting down, they're going to turn off your power and your water. Yeah. What? But, but the oh, Lakers yeah. are going to be allowed to open up their practice facility. Of course they are, George. They're essential, though. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if if LeBron yeah. James says it's essential, then it's essential. So, my one comment on Mr. James. 
Uh, there we go. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's mention LeBron every time. I only made one comment. I, I, come on, man. Give me a break. <laughs> LeBron might be featured in the bracket of pain for me. Bracket of pain? Yeah, the Madison bracket what of pain that? on Twitter. Oh, I, all right. I have to. I have to check that out. You got to send me your Twitter, so I can see it. Yep. You have to see some of these polls that she put up. Okay. Yeah, there yeah, I'll, def- I'll definitely take a look. Hey, Brian, hold on. I have my favorite well, the John fans- Sterling call. Oh. Oh boy. Three-two. Swap out of Josie oh, to right. There it goes. That ball is gone. A grand uh, slam into the upper deck. Martino Martinez and the Yankees lead 9 7 runs in the seventh inning in the first game of the best of seven World Series. Oh, what a home run for Martino Martinez. Michael Cage is such a great caller. I know. Sorry, I'm making fun of Sterling and he missed out on making that one. Yeah, Michael Cage. That was Michael Sterling. That's it. Yeah, that's Wait, that was Michael K. That was Sterling. Yeah, I know. No, I, I'm making fun of Sterling that he didn't get to make that call. Oh. That, <laughs> that was Michael mean, K. That was Sterling. They both had great chemistry together. Oh. They were great together. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Then they decided to put Charlie Snyder with Sterling. I know. The Which, odd we, couple. <laughs> and then my favorite part of that call was my favorite part of Sterling and, and Charlie Steiner together was that Sterling didn't get the call Boone's home run. Charlie Steiner did. Yeah, and that, that, that yeah, they both I, had to I say Yankees win. Derek, I could do a I could do a commercial spot for the Sterling. And that presentation by Sterling, presented by Lowe's. Let's build something together. <laughs> He used to always say that together. I used to die every time. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe. Well, you know what my favorite? Barilla pasta. Guys, you know what my favorite Michael K call was? What's that? Hey, um, can somebody pull up the David Justice home run against the Mariners? That was my favorite Michael K call when he said, uh. Get your tokens ready. The subway starts. No, get your tokens ready. I can work on that, George. We might be boarding the subway. Oh, (laughs) Michael K was losing his mind. That's the best Michael K. Is that 2000? Is it got against 2000? 2000 against the Mariners. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Game six, Justice's clutch three run home run. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, no, I don't think this is K. I got it. Do you remember when they used to put out after, like, the the season's ended? (laughs) What's that? That's the way for the stupid advertisement to end. Do you remember, like, when they used to do after the season went in, they would put, like, together that WABC radio highlight CD on, like, alphabet music or some shit? Oh, fuck. I still think I have one of them. It was like all radio clips, like put around like really bad songs. It was like their version of Jock James. 
You know what? I don't remember it. I'm going to link it in the chat because for some reason it doesn't really come through good on my phone, but I found it. No, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to do one better here for you. Don't worry about it. Send it to me, Derek. Okay. All right. I found, it's a great call. I'm working on something. I, I listen to it. I do I do have access to the studio, George. I can uh, okay. yeah, but you have to upload get it in there thing. and do some uh, – ah, I hate Firefox, I swear. But anyway. Hey, bro, your buddy uh, Louie called in tonight. Yeah, as soon as the show started. Who did? That guy Louie who has that show on what's it on Uber, Derek? He said Oh, Uber. the the guy that you and I spoke to a few weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, oh the guy from Jersey, right? The guy from yeah. the, not the guy from Georgia or Atlanta, right? The guy yeah, from Jersey. That guy. Yeah. That guy from Atlanta was I, I it, he was an excellent call. That that call was one of the best we ever had, actually. He was yeah. really good. No, the problem is Louie calls in every fucking show now. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, rating, rating three. <laughs> <you know? laughs> you know, uh, I did you know a face, I did another Facebook. I, I would have invited you to Facebook Live tonight, George, but it was very South River centric, so I didn't think you'd really. Oh, dude, I watched part it, of it. It's yeah. It wasn't super long tonight, so. Mm-hmm. What in the world are you sending me, Derek? Oh, that's something different. <laughs> well, I don't even know why. <laughs> yeah, you know, dog, uh, the people, the most of the people that listen to the show, they just listen. If they call in, dog, you, you know, they want to be part of the show. So if they're going to do that, they got they got to bring it. <laughs> Oh, I, I will man. always, I will always love Dog's Saturday morning rants when he was solo back in like eighties and nineties. Oh, those were the best. Mm-hmm. His his best rant, in my opinion, was when the Giants lost to the Marlins in the playoffs. And One time, Dog. That was that that, that was yeah. the press up. Like they came back. They yeah. Back and, Prosecco was just losing his mind. It was so <laughs> funny. He went. He was absolutely right. Can we beat this damn team one more time? One more time. Yeah, it was, it was good. The sad part yeah, is they were, like, um, that was a really long read. clip. I got something to read whenever um, I got I something. I'm blowing something up for you guys. <laughs> I got you, George. All right. I got I you. Got, I, got, I got something. This is unbelievable. I just was read, reading this on ESPN, and it said, the NFL is considering improving practice for teams that hire minority candidates as head coaches oh, yeah. and general managers. Under the proposal aimed at fixing diversity problems league-wide, a team could approve a third-round draft selection by up to 16 picks, going up 10 spots for hiring a minority candidate as general manager that, or an equivalent level that from position the onion? Spots is that for hiring the, a minority coach. No, is that that's the onion, or is that a real article? That, that's a real that article. is from it's the ESPN. ESPN might not be believable. <laughs> oh, Madison, is she still there? Yes. Ask yes, and I'm you here. shall receive. Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. I think this works. 
And the 3 1. Swung on a joke into right field. There it goes. See ya. Into the upper deck. David Justin with a three run home run. And the Yankees have come all the way back. They lead 6 to 4. Get your tokens ready. You might be boarding the subway. Oh, what a big home run for David Justin. Well, David Justin. <laughs> there you and go. So Sterling goes to the end. Yep. No, I cut him off. I just decided, you know. Uh, you don't have to have him off. The uh, K was losing it. That was my favorite. That's always been my favorite Michael yeah. K call. Like, he was just losing it. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? It's not like we need Momar Gaddafi to translate it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> يجب أن تشترك المعركة لن لن تهمنا خطو لوا نحن نستهزى بصواريخهم إنها خطو لوا هذه صواريخ خطو لوا الذين ضدكم هم You guys there? Roger yep. Clemens. Yeah, we're here. Did we lose George? Did we lose George? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't see him in anymore. I see Dan. I see Madison. I see Derek, and I see myself. Hmm. Hold on one second. Let me see what's going on. So you see Coach O too. <laughs> Coach, oh, congratulations on your championship. I haven't talked to you since then. Man, I'm so happy. I tell you what, man. LSU Tigers, they go and dominate the football championship. And um, I just really excited for the football championship to be over so I can uh, go back to play and go back to practicing more football, getting prepped up, getting the recruits up at LSU Tigers. Get in the back room. <laughs> oh, man. So, Coach, what do you think about all those Alabama draft picks? Oh, I don't like that at all. But, but like, <laughs> they're just, they're just trying to be grossy because I knew they had no chance against airline two Tigers. <laughs> you, you left out the Go Tigers at the end. I love the LSU. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Go Tigers. Oh, uh, that's good. I'm not finished that my conversation, so why would I think oh, Coach. every second? <laughs> coach, you won a national championship. They decided to divorce your wife. What's that all about? Um, oh, is that right? Well, since you brought it up, she, she don't understand me. You don't understand what it means to um, run the football, pass the football, um, <laughs> um, catch the football, hit that football, strip that ball, and tackle that ball. You don't understand that. So I got to let her go. My love is to the L.A. Two Tigers. Go Hey, Brian. Oh, man. Did you yes, see sir. what I just uploaded? Where? Uh, let me see. 
Uh, I'll just play. No, I can't see. Somebody <laughs> play in. We have a we have a guy, Chris Mad Dog Russo, who's 43 years of age and the father of three. <laughs> and um, boy, I tell you, like Joe Manigno, the overnight guy. I love Joe too, but Joe said when the Jets lost a game, it ruined his celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't take much for me to win that celebration, by the way. I've heard I understand that, yeah, Sid, sure. but... Yeah, Jewish, of course. But that's, well, this is what Sid... I mean, and uh, Mad Dog is a is a, New York, is a San Francisco Giants fan. Which is bad enough, by the way. He does the local show on the New York station. All he talks about is San Francisco baseball. And they lost. Well, let's move on. But here, here, was, here was Mad Dog yesterday. Mike, you knew I knew that was going to be... After they lost game two, I knew the Giants. But think about this for a second, if you're a Giant fan. Just put yourself in my shoes. The Florida Marlins have been in existence for 10 years. They have done nothing. They had one great year in 97, and now they're having this magical run again. And both times at the expense <laughs> of the Giants. Think about that for a second. Yep. I have been around for 50 years, not a thing. Twice this team you out of nowhere is not just off twice. I'll give you one other stat. You know, Giants have played four postseason games in Joe Robbie Stadium in the last six years. You know, they've lost every game in the last at bat. Yep. Every freaking game. In that stupid ballpark, they've lost in the last I got Eric Ashonis calling me up and going crazy. Marlin this, Marlin that. Marlin fans are nowhere to be found. And now I can't win a game in that park in front of 65,000 people. I'll tell you, Saturday, I was so upset. And I thought I was beyond it. I thought it wouldn't bother me. Saturday, I was mad at Rodriguez. I was mad at JT. So I wasn't mad at JT, but I was mad at Rodriguez. Uh, I was mad at Jerome Williams. I mad at everybody. I cannot believe. And then I got the Yankees walking through the park in Minnesota, pounding the Twinks. Mariano pitching great. Clemens and Wells, who I hate, going out there being great. And now I got to deal with the Yankees winning another world championship, probably beating the Red Sox and Cubs along the way. And I'm out in the first round. I mean, why waste my time? Every single freaking year, I get myself juiced up with this stupid team, and I'm 43 years no. of age and three kids are not ready. Let them go hurt somebody else. I mean, how many, when am I ever going to have a chance to win a lousy freaking champion? What time? Not 20. What lousy got that time? <laughs> Every single Oh, my God. I know exactly. Oh, I know exactly. Really how he feels. I know exactly where I was through that. Yep. Yep. Never, as long as I live, I will never forget that rant. Oh, I love the mad dog. It's the greatest rant ever. After a loss. Greatest rant. No, that, mm, there's some pretty. No, I tell you, my favorite one of all time was Don Lagreca after the Giants lost to the Niners yes. in yes, 2002. <laughs> oh my, yes. hold on, I gotta find the out. comeback game. Yes, yeah, that's a good one. My boy, God. I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to put Don LaGreca rant in because I can only imagine how long that would be. Yeah, well, he's pretty, he's like, he goes pretty ballistic about stuff, so, yeah. Uh, Remember when he broke the microphone? <laughs> he slammed the microphone. And he's like, look at this coach. He slammed the fucking microphone. That was the best 
if I could find it. I know Joey Salvia did the... Oh, fuck. Well, I, I'll tell you what I remember about that game. I remember when it was 28... I think it was 28-3. When the 49ers scored a touchdown, I was driving around with my brother, and we were thinking about going somewhere to eat snowing out here, and I'm like, oh my god, they're going to come back. They're going to come back. I was just like, they scored a touchdown. I was like, I was like oh my god, they're going to come all the way back. I don't know why. I just kind of feel it. <clears throat> so, long story short, we didn't wind up eating out. We wound up coming home and watching it. And then we watched that awful, that just awful, like, snapper, trade, junk, junkin' or whatever. Totally botched that snap. And oh, my God. We that... believe to this day <clears throat> um, that he's in a mental since that day, he's probably on the board. I've never seen a after it. I got I, one for you, George. I'm putting up on here, too. All right, here, hold on. <coughs> Derek, I, this I, I is found, one we used to have before. You got I it? Have a, I, I have a Joey, I have a Joey <clears throat> Salvia Don LaGreca song. October always gives me chills. Wondering if you got it still As you stand there on the mound The heart of a hero Mowing batters down Making me cheer Oh, Andy Well, you came and you gave For one reason To win it, my friend Oh, Andy How you shine throughout every season God, I, I got to email Joey and see if he still has Stand By Your Team, Don LaGreca, because that's still one of the greatest ones ever. Holy shit. I also remember some uh, epic uh, uh, Domingo Jet rants over the years, which are just Oh, my God. God. They... <clears throat> and the sad part is well, those are still going on. Late night. Oh, yeah. No, especially when he was late night. I think when he was late night, he was the best. I, I thought no, that was when. When he was late night. He was king. That's true. Yep. Holy shit. What was the other? Brian, what was the other one we used to play all the time? This is what this is turning into. I'm I'm loading up I'm loading up one now actually. Wait, here we go. This is an oldie but goodie, Derek. You, you ready? The dimension of sight, of sound, but of no mind. There's a rubber room up ahead. You're entering the Jerome zone. From one rubber room to the other. Oh, wait just a second. It would help if I click on my I do not like that visual pitch the first game. Well, who if was I that? see that guy in the back, no, I'm no. turning off the stick. No, he was fine. When is Cashman going to make a move? No, he doesn't. To make another picture. I don't care what it takes to get the guy from Cleveland in there. He has to get a picture. And if they don't, they are done. Finished. Jerome, wait a second. He never. It's like holding a press conference. He doesn't have. It's like the old days again. I think he's off the drugs. What is it? 
And uh, the bottom line is, uh, as long as his health is uh, is okay, and apparently Jerome is bad. I love the reference here, too. In season form, there's no question about it. First of all, we don't want Jerome, if you're listening right now, to overreact. There's nothing wrong with Dan, guys. And, by the way, Brian Cashman didn't make a move, so there. Uh, Ollendorf comes down, and here comes Kei Igawa, and good times are ahead for the New York Yankees. There's nothing wrong with their pitching step. Okay. Wait, Brian, I got, I got My one. favorite part is here comes Kei Igawa. Brian, I got one for you. I got one that made yeah. me. Wait. Wait. Tony, Tony, listen, I feel sorry for the guys, oh, yes. the Canadian players. You know why we're going to lose this series? Because of coaching. I want to know whoever's responsible for having Hamelik on at the end of the second period. I want them fired. By the end of the season, I want them fired. If it's Chuck Martin who had something to do with this, I want him fired. I don't want to see Hamelik in a Canadian uniform no more. It's enough. You know what's ironic? They haven't scored one power play goal, yet they scored two short-handed goals when Hamlet's been on. It's enough. It's enough. Fire the coaching staff. I've had it. The players are getting their heart, but it's getting stupid coaching decisions that we're losing this series. And uh, can someone please tell Brown to open his eyes when he passes the puck in his zone? Please. Enough is enough. I'm a frustrated and proud Canadian fan, and if upper management can't understand that they've got incompetent people coaching, then they're going to lose a lot of fans. Pierre Gauthier, I've got a message for you. I don't care if your friends will drive my pain. You fire him. And if he doesn't fire him, then you get upper management. All of a sudden, you fire Pierre Gauthier and start getting some competent people behind the bench. I've had it with this. <laughs> That's I don't know where my hand rattles through I can't even help you Nobody put the spark on my hand I can't walk The packers are so Super Bowl Casey And then because you told me to put the sparkles on my nail I'm sorry don't cry. No, it's your fault. You, you told me to do the sparkles. I told you not to do the sparkles. You told me to do it. It was pretty. I don't care about pretty. I want to package it with the Super Bowl, Megan. Oh, my God. And I wore my Clay Matthews jersey. And I said, let me wear my Aaron Rodgers jersey. You said, no. Yeah. Yeah. That clean value. <laughs> what the hell was that? I have what was that? The I court, couldn't spot it. I was kinda ha- that, that was um I think when the Packers lost to the Giants maybe in uh, two thousand one. Uh, and it was a crying Packers pink hat fan who was upset because her sister told her to wear her Clay Matthews jersey and not her Aaron Rodgers jersey, Megan. Damn Karen. Wow. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, my God. This is what we used to do. This is why we had more fun than anybody on Block Talk Radio. People oh. just start sending us this shit. <laughs> I have one more, but it's oh no, then that's out of my system. But 
<laughs> I think Derek's gonna already know what this is, but but it's, I have to look. Excellent. I I don't know. I'll have to wait. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite sound bites of any sport, anything I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, it's got to be Sabres, probably. I don't know. No, 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 it's not Sabres. I, you know, I like things that are good. Ah! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. We already played Susan Waldman in Qaddafi, so we got that out of the way tonight. I know. There's so many good stuff going on tonight. But you were talking about shambles. Right? Should mm-hmm. Chris Shambles? Am I talking? No, I'm not talking Chris Shambles. <laughs> there we go. How about this for Shambles, George? Way too much time when we go to Super Bowl. Remember when we were on the NFL, the best friends were going to Super Bowl. We were the best team in the NFL. We were the best team in the NFL. I don't give a fuck if Tennessee and Pittsburgh were better than us. We were the best team in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> 
that the Giants collapse against the 49ers, that would be part of the bracket of pain, too. Oh, man. I, that was pretty bad. That one was... Yeah. What was worse, though, Derek? What was worse? I, I, should, I should know the answer to this. Actually, you know, the Giants have had a few meltdowns in the playoffs. I think of four I could think of. Actually, three. I think... I, the, the Vikings, think, the Vikings wild card game at home, which which oh was pretty God. bad. Oh my God, I was I didn't even see that game. I was out traveling. The the flipper, I, were the Giants winning the Flipper Anderson game in the? I don't even remember. I can't even go back that far. All but I remember, remember Flipper Anderson ran that tunnel. I remember Flipper Anderson, and he, then he decided to run into the into like into like uh, the locker room, and never came into, out uh, into yeah. the into the tunnel. He ran into the tunnel. Yeah, into. Yeah, he went to Hoboken. Um, how about uh? But <laughs> a big, I think I got a big stick sandwich. I got. I think the one that has to be the worst for the Giants, even more, Let's is that it. home loss to the Eagles, the Deshaun Jackson, Michael Vick, yeah. and all that. So that that that, yeah. that to me just has to be the one that. That that. The Deshaun Jackson game's in a very very high seed in the Madison Miller bracket of paint. The Deshaun Jackson. Game. Oh wait! Oh. Yeah, actually, that wasn't a playoff game, though. No, that was uh, a regular season game. Regular season game. Mm-hmm. Regular season okay. Game, uh, yeah, I always think playoff games are worse, but I threw my remote at the TV after Deshaun Jackson's return from touchdown in front of my entire family. <laughs> what is my worst? Whoa. What is my worst Bills loss ever? Madison. Yeah. What is my worst Bills loss ever, guys? Uh, the Music City the Miracle. Music City Miracle. That's exactly right. Oh yeah, that is exactly yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. I, I to me, the, you want to hear something funny? After that call, I didn't watch, and I stood by this. I didn't watch a single second of the playoffs of the Super Bowl for that year. I boycotted it. I went to Matt Mulcahy's house, Derek, for the Super Bowl. It was five thirty, and I said, "You know what, guys? I can't do this. I'm leaving." I went home. You left. And I just played. Yep. I said, "No, I'm not staying. Can't watch it." Didn't, didn't watch a second of it. And and I heard that uh, Tennessee lost that. That poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the way they lost too. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It was oh, perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect irony. Poor things. Yeah. Poor 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 things. Poor things. Oh. I take that what one to the grave. Oh my god. We had. Uh, you know what? There were so many like great fan meltdowns. <laughs> if you really think about it, like. Every year I wait for like I can't believe after Super Bowl Fifty One that the entire of it, city of Atlanta didn't just crumble upon itself with people like breaking TVs and shit like that. Like James White scores, and you would have thought like it, you just would have thought like the entire city would implode. You would think. I think. Um, I think it has to do with Atlanta. Is just not a. It's a. You know, it's just not the kind of sports town we think of as. No, you know, no, like, I, I'm not. I, 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 no, like I know Vancouver that. Right, but like, <laughs> do, do I, I know what like, you mean. Like, you're up twenty-eight to three in the Super Bowl. <laughs> And then you get to that. It's like, I can't believe there weren't more TV videos being broken. We require as a team 
proper mm-hmm. levels of capacity, yeah. testosterone, truculence, and belligerence. Because diving Love the doesn't word work in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the best part of the video. Because biting isn't always a penalty. Because the green men don't have real jobs. Because we play the Edmonton Oilers and Minnesota Wild a combined 12 times per season. Because come summer, Roberto Luongo is always crying in a corner. Because we employed Todd Bertuzzi. Because our 82 game record is enough to hang our hat on. Because it gives our fans false hope. Because rioting comes second nature. Because at least we weren't swept. Because it's the president's trophy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. I played the other night. I laughed. So uh, I always felt that Vancouver just got it right. You know, they riot when they lose. That to me <laughs> is perfect. I mean, yeah, seriously. That, I mean, why that, would you riot when you win? I mean, if the you know, right when you lose. I mean, at least, you know. I mean, think about it, though. That has to go down as, like, one of the worst looks ever for a city. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, the 94, they did the same stuff, too. Yeah, Not but, quite as big, though, but they did in 94. They didn't riot after they lost to the Bruins. I'm not serious. Yes, they did. I don't oh, think yeah, they, they did. did. You... It wasn't no, that, Game that, 7, the whole thing is. What Don't you remember the Vancouver riots? Compared to what they did you know, in 94. Oh. No, Vancouver was... For sure. Vancouver, yes. I think the Boston one was much worse. Yeah, for sure. Plus they mm-hmm. lost at home. Yeah. That was I when think, you had the, like, yeah. the town mm-hmm. burning down. You had those two people humping in the middle of the street. Yeah. Well, that's because... Well, if they, uh, actually, I'm not going to say anything. Forget it. No All right, so Matt... Madison had sent over one of her favorite rants, so uh, Don LeGreca, take it away. Wrong. Well, you might be Bonnie's pants, Billy Crystal, or the man. If you root for the Mets and the Yankees, you can't call yourself a fan. His name is Don LeGreca, he's going to tell you how it feels. I'm calling you a fan now. You can talk himself and board and sports authority. He's going to rip off your mask. I have called Kevin James a fraud to his face because he now likes the Islanders and the Rangers. I've called Billy Crystal out before. All right, so if you follow the Michael K. show, you know that Don has built this whole persona about being a god of fans and basically deciding who's a fraud and who's not. He's been going off all day like a maniac. Right now, he's in our PD's office screaming at him for being a fraud. This guy's unbelievable. Let's try to see if we can get in and maybe hear what he's saying. Because you're a Redskins fan and a Jet fan because the Jet stuff helps the radio station. It drives me crazy. I just can't take it anymore. Fraud, frauds, frauds. Everybody's a fraud except me. I'm the only one that's not a fraud. Continue ignoring me. Continue ignoring me. Yeah, man, no, it's going to be huge. Uh, We're talking about getting both McDonald's and Burger King to sign up for uh, uh, for this campaign. Nah, I don't care. McDonald's and Burger King, they both don't bother me. Yeah. McDonald's? Burger King? Why don't you pick one or the other? They're rival restaurants. What's the matter with you people? I just can't take this. Hey, can, can I help here? I mean, whoa. Mets? Yankees? Don. Oh, Metal wood. It's all the same for me. Fraud. <laughs> oh, God! 
I've lost oh, I've lost geez. control. That was <laughs> how long ago did they do that? That was like two thousand eight. Wow. The wheeler. What um kind of all the epic sports friends, which would be our favorite? Of what? Mm. The epic yeah. sports rants. I like one comes to mind, and yeah. I think it may be one of my favorite ones. I know, Brian, this is, is going to upset you, but oh, it's one of my favorites. Oh, it's a. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Well, as I was driving from the former seat of all NHL power, Montreal, through the free and independent states of Vermont, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts today, it struck me what an odd thing royalty is. Royalty in modern times is something that is perpetuated by those who didn't actually make those great conquering achievements and establish their reigns, but rather those who find themselves, because of a certain location in history and an accident of birth, to be in a position to carry on a tradition. Yet those royals sit there on their shiny thrones and primp in their hand mirrors and try to dictate morality according to them about how you can dive or how you should play or how you shouldn't run a player into the center glass. And the rest of us, those poor filthy masses, are just supposed to take it. Well, a couple of hundred years ago, a bunch of rowdy radicals charged out of some Boston bars, went down to the dock, and dumped the king's tea into the salty sea. And in doing that, it struck a chord that rings true even today. That when confronted with imperious conceit, fighting a good fight is not only the right thing to do, it can be a heck of a lot of fun. And who... Some of those rants Jack Edwards have are great. Yeah. Jack, Jack, oh, Jack, Jack Edwards. Jack's pretty underrated. Everybody oh, he's the. But he's pretty he, good. He may be the best NHL announcer to call a fight. He is. He's the best announcer to call. <gasps> oh, baby. Uh, I thought of something. Like, Jack calls a fight like he's good old JR. Seriously, no? What? Ah, uh, George, George, George. No, seriously, he calls him like it's a WrestleMania match. All you need but is that's, a precaution. That's, that's, that's what I like there. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that he's one. good. He is. He is. I, I will he's very him. good. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a really homer. Good. And that's always a homer. Big deal. And, that's nobody, an, and there's no big deal. I homers. Oh man, you know it's funny. Like, yeah. Brian, what did you did you upload it? 
something? Uh, I'm going to upload something now. Uh, actually, right. so something you asked for. Oh, yeah, this before. is maybe one of the greatest things ever. Have you heard this? Go for it. No, you oh, you could do it. I don't, know, I don't know if it uploaded. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Oh. No, did did it upload? No, I haven't uploaded anything oh. yet. Oh, that's what I was asking for. Because <laughs> if you haven't heard that yet, that that's one of my favorite things ever. Oh, I haven't uploaded that yet. I got to get that over for myself. Oh, so, but I have, okay. I have something else for you once it up, once it loads. But I won't play the whole thing. But I'll just play enough of it to give you a little little juice. Or we can play that little kid doing anyway. the uh, miracle speech. <laughs> Did Dan fall asleep, or is he like still here? No, like, I'm listening. Oh, I like the I like the Wheeler. Rudy. I like I like the Rudy speech, but I like Rudy to get one. That's it. Oh yeah, that's great. I there's no, there's not Even a lot for me to con- there's not a lot for me to contribute when it's New York sports. No, Wheeler, bring it. Bring anything you want, man. Yeah, you, you can you request. Feel, you can. Yeah, yeah I don't just want feel free to send those YouTube clips. <laughs> oh, so it could be like Derek's brother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wheeler. Oh man, I dude, I would love to play that opening, that star of that star of the game brawl between the Devils and Rangers. But that's more visual than audio. <laughs> I sent that one. I'm still waiting for mine to I... upload, George. Right, you Derek, we like that game where the Devils and the Rangers um opened up the game with the ball. We got that game. You could have what? We got the game between the Devils and the Rangers in 2012 at the Garden, where the game opened up with the fight. Yes, I was. Oh my God. Was that a playoff game? No, it was a regular, regular season game. game. My ex-boyfriend was at that game too, actually. Uh, I don't remember that game, but then again, I was, I was in. I remember that game. California, but I don't remember a lot of that. I remember that game. It was on NBCSN, and I remember I was home that night, and it was an eight o'clock game because it was an NBCSN game, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" You know, that's the one thing that Pete DeBoer doesn't get credit for. <laughs> that he'll start his he starts his fourth line. Just in case that shit's gonna go on. Oh, so I had like, so I did a show um, Saturday with Like a Tour, and he was telling a story about, um, I guess it was like uh-huh. right when he got called up with Edmonton, and he was in Pittsburgh. It was one of the two, and he faced, and he's he's lined up next to Ty Domi, and Domi says, "Let's go." And Tommy took his glove off before they even like started the fight. So he's like, "Yep, oh, lost all respect for him from that one." Um, you know what? That's who he is. Yeah, but I always thought he was a. Cl- I thought he was cleaner than that. <laughs> I remember when he, when he. I remember when he took his. He sucker punched Paul Sable so he, he he took his glove off. <laughs> Paul Stavlis, of course, was cheap shot on us, but I remember that. I, remember like, I never knew. 
But did you think Domi was a cheap? I, I never thought he was a cheap shot artist. No, not terribly. That's why I. But then, like you All remember, right, George, the whole... you, you keep you keep spooning out this this stuff about ah oh, Jack Edwards is the best. I digress. Yeah. And this is a fight you asked for, George. Oh, moving it there to Boone. No, ducked away from a Tosti's check. Here's May in over the line. May spinning around. After it goes, Barnaby mixing it up with the goaltender, trying to get free. And Tosti comes over and labels Barnaby the big hockey guy. Got to ask Matt every time I've ever talked to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's on the show or just like just shooting a text and bullshit. I want to know yeah. what he said to the trainer. <laughs> what on the ice. I would love to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Such a tremendous fight. <laughs> oh, man. I love the fact that oh. Treffalos said there, right, Derek? <laughs> Andre Treffalos. I think my oh, favorite, man. I can't believe Treffalos was part of that, but. I think my favorite was <laughs> yeah. Noah Shields. Noah Shields was a great one. Dude. Yeah. That was a classic. I, I, he, I really want to know what he said to that trainer while he's laying on the ice. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Because I know, Do you, as well yep. as I know Barney, I could only imagine the shit mm-hmm. that he was saying. Oh, my goodness gracious, yeah. I can't even. You know, You know why I miss the old playoff format? Because you don't get shit like that anymore. No, because no. the Sabers played the, the Sabers played the Flyers seven times in sixteen years in the playoffs. Then, yeah, and we beat them four out of seven times. But they were epic series. I mean, it was just it was great. The rivalry was so intense, and now it's gone because of the new format. 
Well, like that, you didn't have division. to have yeah. the same division. The division rivals, the division rivals are already rivals. It's not going to change anything. But when you mix like a Buffalo Philadelphia, like yeah. they've had some epic battle, a very underrated rivalry, by the way. If you think of the last mm-hmm. 50, 40, 30, 40 years, they you just don't get that anymore. See, like I look at it this way, like I kind of like the old. If you're going to come out of like a division. Like, the old Patrick division mm-hmm. playoffs are the great. The old Adams division playoffs are the great. Like, where you would get Boston and Montreal. You know, or Boston and Buffalo. Like, like even yeah. the Devils had some, like, great battles with, like, Buffalo in the playoffs. But it still sure didn't did. feel yeah. like. Or even Toronto. Toronto's a good example, too. Yeah, but let's not forget Toronto was Toronto. in the Yeah, but Toronto yeah, was in the West for... I was looking at like the oh, whole 1990, yeah, yeah, 1990 like Whalers Bruins stuff. There was oh, so much ball. like ferocity. Yeah. By the way, true. The Whalers should have won that series, and the Bruins lost up going to the final. <laughs> it actually should have mm-hmm. won. They blew a big game. I tweeted. Yeah, I tweeted at the Hurricanes getting on them about using Whalers stuff for, uh, the other day. I said, you I know what? If the if, if if they meant so much to you, you shouldn't have moved. Just that simple, so don't use it. You know, that, that was that was Carbato. So, so Monday night, I have one of the radio guys on from Vegas, right? And, and the question he had posed mm-hmm. on Twitter, which is why I, I got around to asking him, was, "Would you like to see?" jerseys, and I was like, "Absolutely not." Breaking up just a little bit, George. Yeah, oh. I said. Uh, no, I said there's no way that I want to see anybody but Joe Sack be the last guy to wear that jersey. Uh, like I don't care if like they move the Devils up there and the Devils become the Quebec Nordiques. Just dear God, give them, make them do what the Jets make them. Interesting thing to say. I don't know. Like, would you want to see Tyler Sagan wearing a Minnesota North Stars jersey? No. Get traded to the Wild and figure it out. I don't know. It just annoys me. It's like you decide to move and then you get to still use it. No. No, it doesn't work that way. I, I just It's just a pet peeve of mine. I don't know why, but it is. And I, I mean, granted, it did take Carolina forever to put that jersey on. True. Eric's old Whalers. That was one of his teams. I mean, I guess. Damn, we don't have Brisbane Bananas. Dan was a fan. Of what? Um, I don't have it. You might. Lossel used to have it. <laughs> now we go hack into the There's program. <laughs> we go hack into oh, the program stage. You have to get your breast bananas somehow. Yeah. I could probably get it. Right I'm now. still working on some other things. <laughs> oh man! What else is on here? So we played Blake Snell's comments. Probably you weren't here for that. What do you think? What happens? What do you think of Blake Snell's comments? Give me a, what did he say? Can you give me, somebody give uh, me a quick rundown? Oh, 
All right, I got to take a piss, so I'll play it. There you go. Oh, God. Bro, bro, I'm risking my life. What do you mean it should not be a thing? It 100% should be a thing. If I'm going to play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not be getting half of what I'm getting paid because the season's cut in half on top of a 33% cut of the half that's already there. So I'm really getting like 25%. On top of that, it's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually making the play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't making shit. And on top of that, so all that money's gone. And now I play risking my life. And, and, what, and if I get the Rona, on top of that, if I get the Rona, guess what happens with that? Oh, yeah, that stays, that's in my body forever. That damage is not going to be, like, the damage that was done to my body, that's going to be there forever. So now I got to play with that on top of that. So y'all got, I mean, y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof. It's a shorter season, less pay. Like, bro, it's, yeah, man, I got to, no, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? And that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry if you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher and the amount of money I'm making is way lower. Why would I think about doing that? Like, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry. So, in my head, I'm preparing for next season. And I'm preparing, well, I'm actually preparing for right now. But as if I'm preparing for next season. Like, it's it's super weird, man. More Twitch streams for us, that's facts. But, guys, I'm just saying, man, it just doesn't make sense for me to lose. All right, bro. Hmm. Um, well... Get another profession because there's gonna be thousands of people behind you that are gonna to want to pay for that play for that money too. So that's how I feel. sounds like he's watched a lot of MSNBC over this over this break. <laughs> um, like I I don't think he's wrong. Like I just think like he well, yeah I'm, I don't think I he's get wrong, the frustration think... of the pay cut. But I don't really think like he said it right. If that makes sense. That's why. That's why I played that cut from Addy. It's a hard knock life. That was a dedication <laughs> to play Snow. Yeah. Oh. It's a hard knock life for us. For us. It's a hard knock life for us. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Dude, uh, well done. Have you noticed, like, yeah. have you guys started drinking more, like, local beers in, like, this time? I haven't drank. No. I haven't touched the drink in a while. So. You suck. I had soju yeah. today. Oh. All right. You I suck. Dude, I, I found this, like, there's a, a brewing company down in Cape May. Right, and they make a lot of IPAs, but the ones that they don't make that are IPAs, like they do a, uh, it's mm-hmm. called Tan Lines. It's a Mexican style yeah. lager with a uh, sea salt and lime juice. Mm-hmm. Damn, it tastes better than a Corona. Right. Nice. Corona. You guys don't know what soju is, by the way. What's that? Soju. Soco and orange. No. No, it's a it's a Korean. 
alcohol drinks 20 to 24 percent alcohol by volume. It's not quite like sake, but it's got a similar bottle. But I love sake. Here's an interesting little stat of the night for you. Ready, George? Mm-hmm. So I did some research because Jen's we've been watching Korean shows, right? So, and what I notice is, man, did they drink? Holy cow! You watch Korean shows? That's all they do, right? So mm-hmm. I did. They, there's a study done. The amount of liquor consumed by a person of drinking age, shots per week of any spirit. Okay. Top five countries in the world. Okay, U.S. is not there. The U.S. it takes 3.3 shots of liquor on average of any spirit, right? Yeah. Number five is let's see, five, four, three, two. It's Japan at 4.4. Okay, that okay. doesn't surprise me. No. Thailand is number four, 4.5. That doesn't surprise me. If number three is not number one, I'm Oh no no, Philippines is number three at 5.4. That doesn't. Terribly surprised me. Number two, and this doesn't surprise me, is Russia at 6.3. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. Number, Ooh, number one, by far, South Korea, 13.7 shots on average per week of people of drinking age. <laughs> How crazy is that? The fact that Ireland's not in really it. Really, Europe. Like, there's really no, no Europe. They're really country. not. Well, I think you've got to remember it's an average, so there may just be a lot of people. I think with, with with countries like that, it's more – it's either you drink a lot or you drink nothing. You know what I mean? Places or like is Korea, it that like all drink. Or are they based, you know what I mean? Are they basing it off like bottles sold? Because like if you think about it, like how many people go to Ireland that are American and just get shit-faced? It's hard alcohol, yeah. 13.7 shots of liquor on average. Jesus I'd rather have it I mean, they oh, just I, and they drink beer. They don't drink beer as much as Europeans do, but they also mix beer on the show. So they have the this so so oh, obviously like, not. It's a silent. It's silent and deadly because it tastes kind of fruity. But man, it packs a punch. I had some today. I was like, Ooh. it was pretty quick. <laughs> it was nice because you don't expect it. We had a happy That's hour like, at work. Uh, in Canada, so they have this. My boss shit called, can drink. Canada has a shit called like tornado. It's like a fucking really? fruit punch. That sounds it's fucking like, interesting. Dude, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they still may have it, but I had it like 20 years ago. It was like a fruit punch, kind of like Mike's Hard Lemonade. And dude, mm. you don't even taste the fucking booze in it. Like, you start sucking down that shit, you try to get up, and you're like, oh, baby giraffe, fucking Bambi on ice. Like, oh, what the fuck? That doesn't sound anything like Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse was something that could really fuck you up. You you could have like maybe a quarter of it <laughs> to screw you up. These happen. Yeah. These and they, they used to come in the big ass bottle too, maybe twenty two or twenty four ounces. Yeah. I remember when I had too much one night and wound up hurling. I was maybe eighteen, nineteen years old. <laughs> oh. Dan Wheeler. Yo, what it is? It is what, what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Right. It is what it is. Yeah. It. The, what is the, it? The bears are the bears are who we thought they were. 
who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Dan <laughs> you want to crown their ass? Then... So crown their ass. <laughs> Dan, Dan provided uh, top ten sports rants. You guys want to listen? Sure. Sure. We ready? Okay. Right. Uh, Wheeler's request. I don't have to answer a question. I'll, I answer it the way I said. And, and from day one, I said we'll we will make the announcement of a starting quarterback when we think it's the appropriate time. Not when you. Not when this person or this person or this person. Now maybe that person. But that's about it. But you can't even say that you have a chance. I can say anything I want. That's the beauty of this country. I answer the question. I can answer it 100 times. Here, I'll stand backwards and answer the oh, question. I'm going sideways. At the appropriate time, we'll make that the, the announcement when I think it's the appropriate time. Yes, Brian. I understand. It was just a bad game. All right, let's go. I'm back because you don't have a clue what it takes to win. Let's go. Let's I'm unhappy with these seniors. That's what I'm unhappy with. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. We got it. We got the worst group of seniors right now that I've ever been associated with. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. As it come out of a game like this with no emotion, just flat, um, it's terrible. I mean, it's unheard of. Rob just hangs out the entire game. He does it all season long. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't feel like playing. He shows up sometimes. He and then and then you put him in a fourth quarter in a big game, um, whether it be regular season or the playoffs, and 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 he's like, okay, uh, it's time to play now. I've been hanging out the entire season. It's time to play now. And and he just turns it on. And as funny as that seems, it, it's just it, it, it's how it looks. It's how it, it's how it is. Uh, he doesn't want to show up. He doesn't feel like playing until it's a big game. I've been coaching for 34 years, and tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career, probably the worst. When Wade Wilson got hurt, I actually looked up in the sands and saw people standing, clapping, and cheering when he was laying on the ground with a knee injury. And I'll say this. I remember him. Sick, sick, sick people. Mentally sick. Instance that you were trying to be positive, it was funny, and I, I don't mean this to be sarcastic or, or pointed, but I mean that went out on Monday Night Television. A lot of fans are talking mm -hmm. about it right now as a big problem with this team. Can you put into context what was going on at that moment? What caused you? And what Deuce and I talk about is nobody else's business. But why was something funny when you're down 18 points in the fourth quarter? It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing about anything. The camera showed you laughing. Okay, that's Coach, fine. That's fine. Coach that's fine. Commented about it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not laughing about That's it. Fine. You think this is funny? I take this shit serious. I'm not. I'm Real not. serious. I, t I put my heart and soul into this shit every single week. All I'm saying is the camera showed <laughs> you. I'm just laughing. telling you right now what I do every single week. Every single week. I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I study my ass off. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing's funny to me. I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. That's why I'm asking you what. I'm was telling it? you right now. We're not. We're talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context in I'm which. Done. Sorry. No, it's it not all about that performance, up. in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away wow. by doing that. <laughs> we gave uh, them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? <laughs> uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
In the third game, everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. That's how I feel. Damn sick and tired of getting out rebounded. 25 offensive rebounds. First time we block out, we get called for a damn block out. We're pushing people. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're on the other court grabbing rebound, go over the top and grabbing them. We get one offensive rebound, then we get called for over the back. We we don't block out very damn well, and we're not getting called one or the other. That's where I'm frustrated. That's where my own frustration comes in. Offensive rebound, the entire thing came down to offensive rebound. They got every offensive rebound, and we didn't get one of them. What else do you want to know? What do you want to know? Guys, I completely forgot all about that Rex Ryan rant about this, the quarterbacks back in 2013. The, I can say anything. He turns sideways. That ass turns sideways. I made fun of Rex Ryan for that rant for years. I like forgot all about that. Oh, my God. And then, this is great about sports. sports this is what the greatest thing about sports is. You want to do it with a motherfucking game? Hello? You play? You want to do it with a motherfucking game? You don't play it, just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. You start telling me it doesn't matter. Then retire. Get out. You know what? The, the 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 we're trying to win a motherfucking game is the greatest thing that came out of Josh McDaniels as an NFL head coach. Because <laughs> it fits so perfectly into Herms. Hello. 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 You play to win the game. Man, that is so long ago, man. Wow. Yeah, all right. another good one. The the Denny Green one. I was at Applebee's and I saw that and I about lost my shit when I was there. <laughs> that was hilarious. Rest in peace, Denny, but that was hilarious. 
He was so pissed. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 the bears are who we hunting were. That's why we took the damn field. <laughs> <laughs> and we let him off the hook. And then the funniest part is his dead awkward silence of that. And then he leaves and they're like, thanks, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like nothing ever happened. I uh, know. Uh, Breaking time, news tonight. Time. Breaking huh? news. I'll show you some breaking news. I don't know. I don't three have any breaking tr- three news. Three trillion dollar Corona bill. Oh, Pass through the house. Give me your money. I need that. I'm sure it's going to have. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to have all arrival. kinds of election changes, and you know, this is the stuff we really need right now. Election changes. Oh, it's That's in there, Brian. Of it's course, in there it is. Like yep, how everybody, like yeah, Rawr. Yeah, it was like seven. I think it was seventy-five million dollars in stimulus payments to illegal immigrants. What? Oh, That's course, what they somebody. need. Oh my Give God. it to people that are not citizens. Yeah, why my mother doesn't get a damn cent. Yeah. Hey, that. Hey, Rob, hey, hey uh, Dan. That's your party that's doing it. What party? That that's the Democratic Party that's doing it. Oh, Dan's not a Democrat. That's no. not a Democrat. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Nobody other than what made you think I was a Democrat that supported that shit? I said you hated Trump. What? <laughs> no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I know. You read that. that. I'm I sorry. Hey, the Democrat. They're a bunch of dumb idiots. Hey, did you hear Joe? Did you hear uh, Joe Biden's new uh, campaign song? I I did. I heard it. <laughs> Please welcome Petey, the sexual harassment panda. Don't touch there. Don't be nasty, says the silly man. He's gonna tell you what's right and wrong. Sexual harassment. Hi, boys and girls. Say hello to Petey, the sexual harassment panda. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I love South Fork. I can't believe we're still Good on. Stuff. Like, at what point Not do you think everybody is? Like, the fact no. that we haven't got thrown off for some of the dumb shit we've done. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> My Danny Woodhead shocked. is raging. What? <laughs> Without oh, sports saying, I love Woodhead would sound pretty gay. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Come here. 
You know he's doing podcasts now? Is he really? There is Ooh. no way I could ever get him on this show because there's no way I wouldn't play that. <laughs> I'd love it. He'd probably love it. There are but three guarantees in life. Death, taxes, and Danny Woodhead getting a first down on a third and short. And Woodhead. Mm-hmm. That one he'd like. I have a... That one I... <laughs> What's up, Madison? Um, I just saw on Twitter, just came across Governor Phil Murphy. <laughs> I'm cracking up because I don't like Murphy. Nobody this kind does. of bill requiring hospitals to allow a loved one, doula, or other supporting person to accompany women during childbirth. No woman should be forced to be alone when she gives birth. Well, that's good for my friend that's about to have a baby soon. Oh. Yeah. To me, that to me that one should have been never taken away. Because I have a bunch of friends who have given... Like I have a bunch of friends that give have given birth in this, and like their the girls are like, it's it was torture. Yeah, my best friend's sister, or one of my best friends' sisters, uh, had a baby during the pandemic, and uh, I don't think her husband was allowed in the room. Wow. <laughs> I, I'll give you uh, the brilliance of the state of New Jersey with opening the beaches. Everybody and their mother flocked to the Jersey Shore the last couple of days to stand in line to get their annual beach badges. Oh, boy. That's, yeah, that's pretty tough. The, the brilliance of people. Is there oh, any brilliance enough? It's like... I just like I drove over to Belmar today because I wanted to go to Windmill, and I just like drove by hundreds of people on the fucking boardwalk waiting for their annual badges, and I'm like, you fucking morons! How about this? Make the beaches free for the summer. I can't do that. No, never. Beaches. How would right. how is how is uh, Murphy gonna pay for the illegals in New Jersey? Come on now. Yeah. Priorities, George. Priorities. Yep. Priorities. Or ship them to California because they enable the behavior. Do you hear they've given out weed and uh, booze to San Francisco homeless? Oh, are, you what? Shocked, are you shocked by this? Yep. No, not at all. But they, they, um, yeah, they keep them in place. They don't well, want to. They want. They don't want them going around. What's next? Given hope so there. There you go. Uh, yeah. Like I said, giving out the free alcohol, <laughs> the weed. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that that's a that's a business that has to be way down. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! That has to be like eighty or ninety percent. That has to be really bad right now. <laughs> I, think about this, Brian. Like the the weed shops in Vegas deliver to the hotels, right? So mm-hmm. like they'll come pick you up at the hotel. They'll drive you over to you know their shop. Those, yeah. they, they gotta be getting killed right now. Yep. And then you see like the taxes that are on this stuff. It's like, holy shit, that's why there's no yeah. drug dealers. Yeah. Well thing you said, you know, a lot of there's gonna be so many people that are gonna test positive for this. I mean, my cousin in North Jersey, Jennifer, she 
she tested positive for Corona and she didn't realize she had it. <laughs> uh, fine. Better she breaking recovered. news. And she got the antibody. Uh, better breaking news. Dunkaroos are returning to shelves in 2020. Yeah. What's that? Dunkaroos are coming back. Dunkaroos? Dunkaroos. Those were awesome. Oh, okay. All right. Would you like some breaking news, Brian? Sure. These news. This is unrelated to anything we usually discuss, but the famous Berkeley Carol star, Zoe Cohen, is now engaged. What? And he's 30. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Dad, are you listening to this? Zoe Cohen? Yeah. Number 12. Oh, man. Derek Love. One of my favorite people. Derek. That was a chance. It wasn't a chance for anything. I'm <laughs> just kidding, Derek. Why can't I have this one? Like it, you know? I no, mean, no, we but, cannot kid about anything. Roar! Oh, <laughs> yeah, I found that out earlier. <laughs> I don't know. I think you two need huh. to get the freaking steel cage lowered down. I'm serious. I'm lowering the bitch down. That's already happened. <laughs> You've already had a steel cage. But never mind that. The Giants actually, even though they do have an idiot, they did actually do something right yesterday. Uh, what they, they did? They, draft, they drafted a, the offensive lineman with his last name is Lemieux, and they gave him number 66. So they did something right. Oh, Lemieux? Yeah. Like, was there ever a bigger no-brainer no. in sports? Like, if he's a running back, give him 22. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on now. I would say, are we taking next weekend off since it's Memorial Day? But what the fuck else are we going to do? Is it really Memorial Day next weekend? Next weekend. I'm going away next weekend. Oh, look at you. I am going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What? My favorite golf course. My breaking news of the night. Next weekend, I'll be in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I couldn't be more excited. That's where I'm going. That's a hot vacation. That's a vacation. The home of the bring your scorecard, get a free lap dance. Oh, my God. (laughs) I should do that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know you're not. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what else better can you have to eat? Yeah. I'm here I'm, go- I'm going to LA tomorrow That's about the exciting thing I got going on tomorrow But I would give to go to Vegas Ah, Not right now <laughs> I know What I would give 
could be I could be there in three and a half hours. <laughs> and the worst is like where I do the show, I I have this like big ass picture of the fountains at Bellagio. <laughs> it's like staring me right in the face. I'm like, I hate my life right now for posting putting it right there. I know. <laughs> I went to Vegas when I was younger. I mean, not the gamble, but like for um, I used to dance when I was younger, and our, our nationals were at uh, in Las Vegas, and we oh. uh, did a lot of touring. And like I, I've seen the Bellagio out in. Like I've been to Fremont Street. It's, yeah. it's fun I, there. I want to go back there. I've yet to get to Fremont Street. Really? Really. Man, George, come on. Well, my problem is I keep hitting, I keep going these, I keep stopping at craps tables and never want to leave. Oh, oh we got to play craps, man. Yeah. I actually, I actually like the craps machines where they have the dice. I so like those I. better than the actual live craps because I just find it more consistent. I just, there's nothing worse at a craps table. You're on a roll, and here comes some dude who just ruins it for everybody. Yeah, it just drives me nuts. Like, at least with, with those dice, there's just like, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I found you one of pull. those, like, yeah, and you can, bet, you can bet on the pass one. You know, you can play, you can bet don't pass. Yeah, I do don't pass. Yep. People, yeah, nobody has to know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, um, for sure. Like I found, like there's like one of the online casinos that you can play in New Jersey that actually lets you play craps. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Craps is a great game. I love it. Yeah. I made fifty bucks playing Let It Ride tonight. Oh man, be careful with that online casino stuff, dude. I don't ever cash out. I I'm glad I can't there. do that. I'm glad I can't do that in California. <laughs> I'm telling you. They give you so many, like, bonuses every day that you really never have to put money in. Gotcha. It's just like the playthroughs to take it out are, like, ridiculous. Like BetMGM, yeah. like, whatever you win on free games in BetMGM, you have to play 25 times, whatever it is. So if they give you like mm-hmm. twenty five free play, you're never taking mm-hmm. it because you're never going to be mm-hmm. able to bet that much. Yo. Yeah, I don't know, Vegas. I don't know. I don't know when I'll be back there. Who knows? Ram that Vegas. <laughs> There's just no reason to go. Oh no, Genorio there anymore. So there's no reason to go there. <laughs> Far East PG. Got it right. Maybe he saw it coming. He said, "I got to get out of here." He went to Taiwan. <laughs> Taiwan. Taiwan there has is. fans at their baseball games. Did you see that? Did they really? Yes. About a thousand, maybe because they're entering them in slowly. Oh yeah. Could you imagine the NFL? They also they have a built-in advantage, though. They have a. You know what it is? That they wear masks anyway. That, 
that, and they're on an island. So if you shut mm-hmm. the borders, who's coming in, coming out? You know what I mean? Like you can really control yeah. it easier to me in a place like that than here. That's an example. Oh God! Hey guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I'm gonna head off the bed. I'm super tired, so I hope you guys have a good rest of your show. And I probably won't be on next week because I'm gonna be in Myrtle Beach. But probably okay. no, you must you must now, call us on the, the beach. Yeah, maybe I'll make maybe I'll make a ten minute appearance. We'll see. Don't forget to wear a mask. (laughs) Yes, I do have a mask on me. Have a good night, guys. You too. Uh, Oh, Brian, you missed a good one. So earlier we were talking about um, Aaron Rodgers and. and um, uh, what's his name, Matthew Stafford, and that gave him a rim shot opportunity to jerk <laughs> off about. Oh my God! <laughs> what happened? Oh, Derek went crazy about this. No, me. No, no, I did not. No, oh. he was jacking. He was jacking off about the fact of the Aaron Rodgers getting traded over to the Patriots. Oh, Even though yeah, there's nothing saying anything about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm staying quiet on that front until I see results. Uh, you know, I'm not getting out of myself. I, I remember. Just, just a bit. Remember, we're in a world, we live in a world that, now where the Giants have become the Jets that are a laughing stock and the <laughs> Bills are expected to be in the top four record next year. So the world is changing. Well, expected is a loose term. It depends on who you talk to. The world's evolving. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who who think Josh Allen is the second coming of Stalin. There are some people who, who love Josh <laughs> Allen. So, I don't like oh, it's true. It's very true. Some of these analytics guys, oh, they hate Josh Allen. Oh, they can't stand him. They absolutely love him. Not according to two bills drive. I mean, it seems like most people believe it. There's a few that don't. There's a few that don't. But I I took a little glass of that thread. We'll see. We'll see how you know. I I like what I see. Um, but you know, the the E word is here for the Bills this year. It's expectations. They got four primetime games. Somebody brought up a good point on Twitter. They don't have that typical Sunday at 1 p.m. schedule. It's a little bit different now. They have different days. They got different days off. They they got to travel further. They got different night games. They got Thursday games. They got Sunday night games. You know, it's going to be all different for them now. So it's going to be interesting to see how this younger team handles it come next year. Well, all I want for the Giants is just a bunch of Sunday games with nothing else. Oh, welcome to my world for the last seventeen and a half year, maybe. <laughs> we got a Monday. We got one Monday night football game, which I won't watch. No, you got two. In the history two. of Sunday night football, why, in the history of Sunday night football, Monday Derek. Night Derek, in I the history the of Sunday have... night football, the Bills have doubled their Sunday night games in the last two years that they did for like the, the previous twenty-five. They were only I on Sunday that. night football one other time. For the last two thousand seven. I remember the game, George. You don't have to remind me. JP Lossman, fifty six ten, New England. I remember Oh my god. 
the fact that you could remember that is just well. Oh well, yeah. I forgot. I mean, it was the quickest game I ever watched because I DVR. I turned it. that game off at halftime. It was like thirty-five zip. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it was so oh bad. That God. team was. That, I knew that Bills team wasn't that good anyway. But I was like, come on, guys. I mean, really, fifty-six ten? Come on. That's why <laughs> they were so scared to put them back on TV. All that game was. All that game was Brady the Moss, Brady the Moss, Brady the Moss, Brady the Moss. Pretty much, yep. Pretty much. JP's <laughs> terrible. JP's terrible. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know I think what, the Giants. You know, I think you know the Giants what, have like five primetime games this year. What's up? What's up, Dan? Sorry, Brian has. You know how Madison has her list. Brian has a list of um, of of uh, pain games that would make Christian Gray from Fifty Shades of Grey go, ooh, that's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, that's great. Yeah, no goal one or no goal two. Take your pick because there are two. And four fucking Super Bowls. Yeah, well, you know, the thing the thing about the Super Bowls is the first one to me was absolutely the hardest just because they had it. You were right there. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, they absolutely – and the second one, I really wasn't that upset about the second one because I thought that Redskin team was just that good. And I don't think anybody was beating them that year. The the mm-hmm. the third one, the third one though, the first one against Dallas. To me, you come back against Houston down thirty-two, then you beat the snot out of Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, then you beat the crap out of Miami in Miami, and you're rolling into the Super Bowl. Here comes the Dallas team with no Super Bowl experience, right? With you know all this kind, of, and I was just like, man, this is. I was so confident the Bills were winning that game. I don't know why. I was so confident. That is probably the most confident I was of all the four Super Bowls. Was the fifty-two seventeen game? You know what's amazing about the fifty-two seventeen game? Do you know the Cowboys only outgained the Bills by ten yards that game? And may I add, the Bills did not get a lot of cheap yards at the end of the game. Really? Nine turnovers will do that to you. Yeah, that that was the, the Bills. Famous, the, that the Bills the were down. Leon Lett. Yep, the that Bills were. Yep. The, well, yeah, the Bills were down thirty-one seventeen in that game, and I think late third, early fourth. And Frank Reich was starting to warm up, right? And he overthrew Andre Reid on a third down. He was wide open. Was like, ah. You know what I mean? It was a first down. They've been almost in midfield. You know, the momentum. You could feel the Bills were starting to get something going, and then they punted, and then the bomb to Alvin Harper, and that's game over. That's just that's pretty much how it went. I mean, you know, I think if you know, it's too bad that they could have gotten that first down. I just wonder if Frank would have done his old magic and got that team within seven, and then who knows what happened. But you know, we'll never know. But you know, the fourth one, I would have thought that you would have. You know, the fourth one, the fourth one, I was kind of surprised they were even winning at halftime. But you know, I wasn't that surprised that they lost that game. So, it, it's really a third one, though. I, I was really, really 
bitterly disappointed in that game. That that performance, and, you know, Kelly getting knocked out, card off, you know, sacked in the end zone. It was just, it was just a mess. Just a complete mess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it it does become psychological, and that proves it. If you don't, you know, if you want to know if sports is psychological, just look at those teams. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if the Bills get back to the Super Bowl if they win that Norwood game. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe they get back to another one, maybe one more. But I, you know, I, it's hard to say. They don't make four in a row. I'll tell you that. And you just, like, really look at, like, how hard it is to get there every year. I would look at New England. I mean, as great as they've been, they, they could do it four years in a row. I'm not I'm not looking bad on them, George. I'm just saying no, it I know. speaks to just how hard, hard it is to do that four years in a row. Yeah. You know, it's you would have thought that they would have pulled that off in this massive stretch, but they came very well, close. That's why I was rooting against them this year so much. <laughs> but you, like, I got to keep some really, records in my pocket, George. <laughs> but do you think, like, even, like, with all that stuff with New England, like, you had, like, the, the, it was like they would get to the AFC Championship game every year. And, and like, to do that eight straight years is, like, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. But, it's like, crazy. some of the games they lost – when you see what they put on the field in those games, mm-hmm. like it was like, I think there was one year Brady was throwing passes to Austin Collie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, and Matthew Slater was playing wide receiver, and it was like, yeah. Yeah. You know when you when mm-hmm. you start to think about it, like, hey Bill, maybe you should have put more around Tom. And, and that's the yep. same thing with the with the Packers. It's like, hey, maybe you should put more around Aaron. Yeah, I, you know, the Packers have, you know, it's a combination. You know, the Packers have really not done a great job with the, the, the drafting in general. I still think the pick this year was horrible. The Jordan Love pick was terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible. I can't even – he could be good, but, just, you know, you got a 36-year-old legendary quarterback. Take another run at it. Trade the pick. Trade the pick for real talent if you – like the, what the Bills did with Diggs. I mean, get something if you feel like yeah. – you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not like just, you were, yeah, like, one game away from the Super Bowl last year. You were – you couldn't three. stop a fucking cold last year, like, in that game. Oh, that's true. Yeah, San Francisco just ran over them. But, like, it's just disgusting, like, how he's going to go down as, like, the greatest quarterback that only won once. I would agree. But, it's you know, what that also speaks to something, though, George, okay, is it's hard to even win one. I mean, you you know, you've been spoiled with six, right? I mean, Dan yeah. knows what I'm talking about. It's very hard to win one. I mean, look how close the Carolina Panthers came to win the Super Bowl. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, they they had a right. I mean, twice, twice they had a, you, you know, yep. you know they made a couple title games too. I mean, you, I, you know, don't think I'm not taking a shot at Carolina. I'm saying they were really, really good, and uh-huh. you know, it's it's really hard to. 
you know, just to win one Super Bowl is very difficult. Look like at Dan Marino. There's a lot of great quarterbacks that have done nothing. Yeah. Jim Kelly to win a Super Bowl. You know, it took John Elway forever to win a Super Bowl, it felt like. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it did take the, it the Patriots spoiled – the Patriots just made it look too easy. And I think – not. I'm not going to say it was easy. It just they, – they just made it look too easy. You know, and I think that's – you'll see – I think in about five to ten years, people look back and say – my God, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't think you yeah. realize it in the moment until it's gone. You know, it's almost like the even with the the Bill Super Bowls. I mean, I think people have appreciated it more as they've gotten gone along. They're like, wow, that was pretty awesome. Or even the Braves when they made they won what one World Series out of all those appearances they made. Yeah, man. You know that that was tough. I mean, but how great were those Braves teams? I mean, how incredibly consistent were they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's 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 just hard. You know, it's very hard to win a championship, right. guys. Really, people you know, poo-poo like, it like it's think, nothing. But and like you really think about it, like the four the Giants have won have really been within eight years, mm-hmm. or a little bit more, five nine years. Like they won in '86, they, they won in '90, they won in '07, they won in '11. But outside of Branch. that. You know, they've had, like, years where they make the playoffs and whatnot. But, That's true. And then we, like and then we have years where they suck. But yeah. then, like, everybody huh? makes the Giants be, like, this great organization. And it's really, not. if you really think about it, they've probably picked between 12 and 20 in the draft. I felt like they did that every year for, like, 10 years. Well, yeah. l- listen, you know, the other thing is I think you got to put a word they were. A great organization, meaning yeah, they, when they had different different ownership and, and they were one of the gold standards for a while. I mean, don't forget. I mean, you talk about okay, eighty six and ninety. The eighty nine Giants team was really good. The eighty five Giants team was really good. Yeah, the, yeah, they were. You know what I mean? The the team after the first New England win that you know, that team was really good. Like the Giants have had some really good teams, and they just didn't get to the, you know, they they made the Super Bowl against the Ravens. They were a machine. Giants, that Giants team was very good. You know, they made the Super Bowl. If I had to rank you know, the Giants team, I would go 86, number one. Number two would be... I would. Number two would be the 2008 team where Plex shot himself. That was the second. I'm sorry. I... Yep. I think I that ninety go. team is very underrated. I'm sorry. You got to remember, that you won't night, be a backup quarterback. That yeah. ninety be, team had had no business like hitting both. That team was better than you think, Derek. That team oh, they was were very, really, no, really, they really, really good. They, they were, were really ten and zero that they, year. Yes, they, yes, they were really yeah. good, but like if they were you awesome. told me, they were very. They're giant fans think out that they were just like Goliath. They they were they were dude. They were great teams. Dude, dude. the Bills the no. should have won that game. They should have won that game, like you said. That's why they probably should have. But 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 Thurman, they could have stopped Thurman Thomas. That Giants team was great. And Phil Sims, they were ten and zero. They went to Philly and lost, Before and they, they lost Sims. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. the team was I great. Know. They won in San Francisco against one of the best Niner teams. Yeah, that's right. That was the year that the Forty ers thought they had their they had their Super Bowl shirt for printed or anything. Do you want to hear? You want to hear my story about that game? You want to hear my story what about that game? Oh, uh, I can't wait. I was I was rooting for the Giants the whole time until Montana got hurt. Then I started for the Giants and rooting for the Forty ers 
like, okay, if if Montana's going to be out, the go 49ers. Because the Bills would win. <laughs> it's amazing. I wish the Bills would play the Niners back then because they matched up so well with that team. They, actually, I think they matched up better against the 49ers. I agree. They did. Oh, yeah. But it's, did they play a ring? But it's still like. Oh, they did. They had no punts in the game. There were no punts in the game. Yeah. Like a 1,100 yards total. That was crazy. Oh, a great game. That was a great game. I remember game. watching that on prime time. Week two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't 34-31. The Bills won that game in San Francisco. They did. Yeah. But that, that, was, that was a great game. But that's the you know, wow. it's like when It's like when some people ask, you know, we've talked about Josh Allen internally. I said, honestly, if – they get two amazing cracks at a Super Bowl, I would consider it a great career. Yeah. Meaning it's very, very hard. And that that great crack may not it may not be this year. I would say maybe in the next two or three years. I would think the Bills may get a real good crack at it. Now and that might be it. You know, maybe they get another one or that that's it. Like it it's you know what I mean? Like it doesn't it's very rare to have these long extended runs of excellence. I don't know if Josh Allen's going to be that kind of quarterback or not. So I think they have to go for it now, like right now. It's all about the pieces that you have around. It's part of it. And so, well, coaching to me has become, this is why I don't count the Patriots out because coaching is everything now. These teams, have you noticed, dude, there's so many good players in the draft now. There's so much talent. But it's the coaching to me that's going to separate teams in the NFL now. Everybody's got talent in this league. Everybody does. Every team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I think when you look at that, too, it's, it's not even just coaching. Mm-hmm. I think it's continuity of coaching. Like, yes. if you keep your – if you can keep a coordinator, a head coach, your GM, you have a good owner, well, you're going to be good because the philosophy is there. Like, when you look at the teams in the NFL that have sucked, right? And, like, let's just mm-hmm. look in the last 10 years. Why are the Detroit Lions shit? Because they fire coaches like they change their underwear. They fire GMs like they mm-hmm. change their underwear. And their fucking owner needs to have her underwear changed for Right, the Bears, yep. same thing. The um, take out the the Peyton Manning years. What the fuck has Denver done under Elway? Like Nothing. the Browns, they share shit. The Raiders are shit. The Niners have been shit. Niners have gotten a lot better though. The Niners because they got they the right but you know yeah, but they're going to be really good for a while. Yeah, let's hope they are. True, but yeah, but then again, no, you got to remember they have a lot of <laughs> young talent. No, what? No, yeah. let's just think about this. The Niners have a lot of young talent that have, they still have to pay. When those guys come up to the point where you have to pay them, it's kind of like the Rams. The Rams window opened and closed in two seasons. Yeah, but they. I think the Rams. I I don't. I agree with you, but I think the Rams did some mismanaging of some things. Well, no, because they had the t- Goff. Had, We're finding out that Goff is just not that good either. I don't think he's really 
See, that's Gosh, the problem. That's the problem with paying quarterbacks. Like the guy has one good season, also. Oh, let's just give him all this money. Yeah. I mean, the uh, Eagles have, the Eagles aren't well run. The Jets are a joke. The the Eagles aren't well run. No. You feel you feel okay, George? I, I think uh, the right, Eagles are yeah. one of the best well, GMs cold. in the game. Eagles got a great team, dude. They're fine. Eagles are fine. They're going to be fine. I'm a city owner. They'll you beat your team. That's the one good thing about New England to me. That's the one. That's my one little feather in the cap. They lost to the New York Giants twice, lost to Philly. Ah, oh, it's just got to be brutal, George. Giants won't hurt. <laughs> the Giants won't definitely hurt. I still can't. Uh, I still yeah. can't believe the first. I still can't believe. Honestly, I was actually more surprised they lost the second one than the first one. I don't know why. I just. I really. They beat them in the regular season. The game. The game was very similar. I don't know. It's just strange. The two games were just weird. It was so weird. Like I always thought. Like. It's weird. If you look back at, like, the pantheon of Belichick versus the Giants, so it's like 03, mm-hmm. 07, 11, 15, mm-hmm. 19. Right. They've, the Giants' 03 team was shit. They didn't blow them out. That was a close game. I've always thought yeah, that fun. Belichick plays those games close. Like, I think there's, like, part of him that thinks, like, someday he's going back there. So he's like, he doesn't want to fucking embarrass them. I don't know. I don't know. To I don't, me, I would say I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean when, especially when you got to the Super Bowl, you're not think, I don't think you're thinking about that. <laughs> huh. no, I can't. I don't, I don't know. That. I'm going to give Derek that one. Too. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying. <laughs> I'm saying like the old, like I'm saying like the regular season. I'm not even talking about the playoffs. The regular. I know. What, I know. I know what you're trying to say. Though. Like, like, like last year. He's definitely not going to Washington. He's definitely not going to Washington. No, he's, yeah, like he, he, he'll piss on them. He'll piss on the Cowboys. He'll piss on the Eagles. The Jets. You know, when he has the a Jets. chance. The Jets he'll do it every chance he gets. But, like, when it comes to the Giants, there's just something. I don't know if it's subliminal. I don't know if he, like, really thinks about it. But, like, when you hear him talk about his Giants years or the Giants organization in general, he speaks about them mm-hmm. as well as he speaks about Robert Kraft and the, and the Patriot organization. Because they had a lot of beauty for him. That was where it all started and began for him. It's a big part of yep. it. Like, yeah. That's why. That's the most Well, gents, I'm about to hit the yes, yeah. yeah. Good idea. All right, gentlemen. Be good. Thank you for yeah. doing Next- it was fun. See you guys soon. All right, All right. See you guys good night, buddy. Good night, guys. All right.